Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. to the queens hello ladies gentlemen everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i am as always alex and i am joined by dylan hi dylan you know they're upstairs so i hope nobody can hear them but the second you started talking my dogs just went ballistic and started barking at something that doesn't have to do with this yeah they're they're going wild i don't know why like my sister ain't home like it's they're just yeah, they're you know, the the two smallest dogs you ever see, and they are they are the gatekeepers of this household. Um, That's fair. Their combined weight is like thirty pounds. It's it's crazy. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, I hope they 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 shut up. But welcome to uh, the new year in Stardom Quest. It's twenty twenty four officially. Happy New Year's, everybody. Happy New Year's, Alex. Um, you know. Year-end Puro has been pretty shit, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been pretty rough. Um, last night, I, I was like, oh, I'll watch, I'll watch Noah. And I don't watch Noah live because their cards are insanely long and um, a lot of their undercards are rough. But I was like, oh, a lot of this looks pretty fun. Like, I could, I'll just watch it live. You know, I've been watching it live. It exhausted me and was so mediocre to the point where the one match that I wanted to see, I, like, fell asleep during uh during like the first five minutes because i was just like i just couldn't and it was a good match like from what i saw of it it was it was a solid match uh manabu Soya versus keno it was a very fun match uh because i like kind of woke back up but like oh my god and then the main event was i hear worse like like terrible um and that's just on top of like a lot of things like not not stardom stardom had a fine show we'll talk about it obviously but uh, a lot of the year-end festivities, the New Year festivities, have been have been pretty terrible. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I mean, most most of these companies are not very good. Um, and then yeah. they're all running together. Uh, it's just like, oh, this is all slop. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think it's just been uh, there's no break between the shit. So you're just kind of stuck with it now. And uh, that's just pure. I didn't even mention one of the worst pay-per-views I ever saw, which was the AEW one last week. Weekend. You can't say of AEW. It's it's too it's too it, late. Like, it's over. I know. Like sometimes I'm just like I'm just like, well, I like this company and I I, I enjoy the wrestlers. I enjoy the wrestling. So it's like you know I I want to support it even though I don't particularly like everything they do. That show just made me not want to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like they'll have me back uh, tonight. Because Mariah May's debuting and shit, I guess. They haven't announced she anything. Is? She keeps saying she's debuting on the 4th or the 3rd. Wait, what? Wait, it would be the 3rd. Yeah, she keeps de- saying she debuts this week. And I've heard it's on Dynamite. But they have not said if she, like, if she has an opponent or if it's just like... Oh, she's going to win in 10 seconds and that's your women's match. Um... So I don't know. I, I like Mercedes might be there. That's another big thing. But it's like Jesus Christ, wrestling is bad. <laughs> very, very bad. Um, you know, I I assume a Hall show really needed to do a lot of heavy heavy lifting. I won't lie to you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, uh, Katsuhiko Nakajima tried. He tried his best to lift up everything. Did you like he's, that he's, match? He's, he's a king. It was it? good, yeah. It was good. I, I, I fucking... Not as good as their first. Well, their fourth. Yeah, the, the Corkin one was mo- like... The, yeah, the Corkin one was better. But, like, the vibes of Inoki's Katsuhiko Nakajima... Mm-hmm. Literally one of the greatest things I've ever seen. <laughs> He's a bad dude. It's great. But um, yeah, I mean, I mean, ceiling was cool. I don't know if you if you watched ceiling. I I, I started watching it. Um, but I need to finish it. I, I didn't get to finish it. Yeah, like I started Sa- watching it. Sa- Sari is one of the few sick. joys in life. She's like yeah. the the constant. Sari is just like ridiculous. So yeah, Sari and uh, Ayame was cool. Um, probably cooler than the tag match would have been, to be honest. Um, because you know, sorry, just killing bitches is cool, but yeah, who knows? Yeah, I'm happy we got a second sorry tile defense, like tile, me- well, like a, yeah, a big match. one, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that's her first. I don't think she did she defend. Oh, is it her first? She, I think I she think had a special so. singles against Rico. I don't think it was a title match. Was that the, she, that would have been before she won? That? I don't think it was. I feel like I would have this seen is... her versus Rico, but I don't. I Did you not know. see her versus Rico? It was quite good. I don't think it happened. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think you're mixing uh, it up because I know Arisa wrestled Rico. No, it, it happened. It was Sari versus Rico in September. Which which Rico? Kaiju. I don't They're remember this. I don't yeah, remember this. September. Okay. It was. I probably did watch it and just forgot. Um, but it was definitely great because Sari is cool. Um, yeah. Rico Kaju was was also cool. Uh, question mark. She's, you know, retired slash indefinite Maybe. hiatus slash who knows. <laughs> Joshi is weird. I gotta tell you. Yeah. Like Joshi, we're not we're not getting into it. But the Hikari Noah thing is so mind blowing. Oh, I, I um, I that is. That is bottom of the barrel of what is going on. Uh, Ice Ribbon like changed their owners not even two weeks ago, and it got no play at all, which is insane. Because um, they are like literally changed the entire structure, um, and then got Yuki mm-hmm. Mashiro back. It is, it is a weird scene. Uh, I won't lie to you. Like she was not retired that long. She just hated the old ownership that much that they went and she said, "Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm cool with this. Uh, let's go." Honestly, like I think that's a lot of things with Joshi wrestling, if that yeah. makes sense. like, like that's like sometimes it's just it's straight up just ownership. It's just like mm. the the way that the uh, the business is handled that like will take a wrestler out. Um, I have many Joshi conspiracy theories, but we're not going to get into it. We have a lot more to do, a lot better things to do. Um, but yeah, that like Joshi wrestling is a scene where like you can't have conspiracy theories because it is so strange. It's such a, I don't know, it's, it's hard to describe. Yes, that, that it is. Um, and that's before even diving into stardom. Um, yeah. <laughs> speaking of stardom, a decent bit of news over the past week. Uh, one of the big things is that they changed the card for the uh, 10-8 show. They switched around the semi-main tag it was going to be Donna Del Mondo against the, the freelancers, and it is now Divine Kingdom against Julia and Suzu Suzuki. So that leads most people to believe that we're going to get some big kind of movement, uh, especially just kind of a, after some of the post-match stuff from Dream Queendom. Um, that's kind of the biggest thing 
they announced, I would say. Uh, there, there was another smaller announcement, but we can get to that. There yeah. was some stuff at the... Oh, uh, there's a new rookie. That, that was the smaller announcement, yes. Was that the smaller... Um, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about... I think that, like, Micah in... Re, in um, conjunction with the uh with ddm is a very interesting place that we're at because uh mm-hmm. one thing I, I noticed like before uh the the show was i was like you know like suzu's a very treacherous human being like like just like as a character as a wrestler like that's kind of like her her bag and micah is like the least treacherous wrestler i've ever seen um even when she left jto she did it like with full support of Taka Michinoku. You know what I mean? And you don't really have to do that. Like, Taka's been upset about people leaving before, and Micah's like, no, she she deserves it. She's probably, like, you know, me and Rossi yeah. talked about it. It makes sense. So it's like, it's very interesting that it looks like she might not even betray DDM. She might just get ousted from it, um, considering where the Suzu Julia thing's going. Uh, I think that's a very interesting note is that it's like literally till the end, Micah is just like, like, she's like, nah, I don't, I don't betray people. There was a lot of, there was a lot of stuff that was very interesting. Um, You know, her celebrating mainly with Himeka as opposed to with DDM. Uh, She's done kind of shoe pro, I think, interviews since where she was like, hey, I want to, I want to face Julia. Uh, We should, you know, unify these two belts. I think that's a big match that they're going to do very soon is, is her versus Julia. Um so she she herself in the interviews is already saying like hey we're on a collision course. And uh you know Julia seems to be siding with Suzu as opposed to her faction mate. So there's definitely uh there's definitely tension once again between Micah and uh Donna Del Mondo. But this time through no fault of her own. Yeah. And I mean um frankly I, I and we'll have to get into it when it does inevitably come um it might have already came for everybody who's listening right now because there is a show behind us when this comes out that we haven't seen yet the triangle derby stuff so might have already happened for all we know it probably wouldn't i think it's going to happen on the fourth but faction movements right now are interesting because it's like i don't know like is there room for another faction uh given they have like seven or eight people not in factions yes (laughs) there really is yeah but like four or five of those are rookies. Yeah, but they used to put people, they used to put rookies in groups like day one. So that's true. I don't see why they would stop. I'm not opposed to them do, them running another draft. If I'm being honest, I think right now is it makes the most sense in the past couple of years. Um, I am because of how many here for a draft. Yeah, because of how many people are unfactioned, but also because I don't know if there would be like like I also think a faction needs to die. Like one of them, just it just does. Like, I I think Micah needs a new faction, you know, like, that's probably where they're going. So it's like, I feel like there's too many. One of them needs to die, and a lot of factions have two people in them. I'm not, you know who I'm talking about. I'm sorry. Um, so I think that's, like, a faction probably needs to die. But I don't know, like, I don't know if I want a way to tie to have to be, like, I challenge you to a match so that your, your group dies again. Because that's kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, no, I... I um. I don't know. I feel like a club Venus at this stage can can go already. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, you can like merge it with something. I don't know, but yeah, it's it's if you needed to make a group for Micah, that's the obvious choice because the, the other ones are too big. Um, Cosmic Angels obviously isn't going anywhere. 
Uh, God's Eye isn't going anywhere. So yeah, you, you have Club Venus there as kind of a layup, just because, uh, you know, Waka... Yeah, I mean, it was going to be either Club Venus or DDM, but with it looking like Suzu's going to be presumably leading DDM, or at least co-leading it with Julia until Julia inevitably leaves, unfortunately, I think that means that DDM is going to get revitalized. Uh, so I don't think you get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it wouldn't make sense. Club Venus. Yeah, especially because like, um, if you got rid of DDM, you would have to have two new groups then, instead mm-hmm. of just the one. Because Mike would have to get hers, and Suzu would have to get hers. So it wouldn't really make much sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go with that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting that they changed it. It definitely seems to be building to Micah and Julia, and you'd have to imagine they can't do that as both in DDM. So I'm kind of interested where yeah. that goes. Which is a shame. I I always that's one thing I always kind of had a pet peeve about in Stardom is that it's they kind of outside of certain situations they kind of like feel odd having like a champion be technically the second uh top member um outside of like Asaya Kamatani like I I I never really liked that I always thought that's like oh Shuri didn't need to leave DDM I mean like it it made sense I guess for like God's Eye to be created and like now it makes sense I feel like Shuri has that kind of you know uh faction leader uh you know charisma and like style and just vibe but like I was always like, ah, you don't really. She doesn't really need to leave. They could just be rivals within the faction. It's kind of like the point of DDM that they've always set out to be rivals with each other. So it's not. I don't know. I, I obviously the way the story is heading, Micah needs to leave pretty much, like uh, just because of how Suzu, the Suzu of it all. But I, I've always kind of been a little bit iffy about that thing in Stardom, where it's like everybody needs to be a faction leader, because uh, it kind of diminishes what a number two in a faction can be. But that's just a me thing. Yeah, it's um it's 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 in it's complicated. It's intricate. Yeah. Um but you know Nuanced. we'll just kinda have to wait and see how that plays out. Um I think the big reason why it appears we're going towards a Julia Micah match is uh Dave Meltzer said that it's very likely that Julia is headed to WWE um relatively soon. I would imagine it got she to Japan. Up. Yeah, I think that's yeah. A like big they, thing they've asked Tokyo her about Sports it. asked her. Yeah. She's like, "Oh yeah, isn't that cool?" Huh. Huh. See, I've I've always kind of expected her to be going there based on the wording of the very first report. Like they were so secure that they were like, "Oh, she's going to visit us." Like that's how far along they were in terms of negotiating with her. They were like, "Oh, she's just going to visit the PC." Like they. Since that very first report, it felt like the WWE side is very assured that they're going to get Julia. Um, so yeah, that latest report kind of um, doesn't surprise me, especially with them losing Mercedes Monet. And uh, I'm sure I'm not exposing anything here, but if you pay Julia like 10% of what you're paying Mercedes, <laughs> she's making a good living. You know what I mean? So you're if now you're paying have... her fucking one percent of what Mercedes was asking for. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's a case of they lost Mercedes allegedly. Which they probably know, will, according to reports. By the way. Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um. Because so like I think Mercedes I think that's you have more money for Julia, so that's another yes. thing. Yes, but I think that's the thing that like 
EO has said is that, or like has been said about EO is that it's like she took a massive pay cut to go to WWE uh, until like the past couple years when she was on the main roster. Um, like NXT is a major pay cut in comparison to being a main eventer in stardom. So judging by that, yeah, uh, using 2% of what uh, Mercedes was asking for, they could pay Julia and Julia will probably leave. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I imagine they have a main roster idea for her. Um, the damage control seems to be going down a very specific avenue where, you know, she's right there. Julia. Is I there dare WWE fans to name which wrestlers in damage control have wrestled for stardom. I don't think they would get it right. No, no, that's very true. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, two, of, two of them have not, and it's probably not the two you expect. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. That just seems to be what Damage Control is doing. Um, I imagine Bailey is going babyface. Probably eventually takes Dakota Kai with her, and then Io and Kyrie get Julia and and Oscar as well. She's she's there. Um, but yeah, that's it. There's a place right there for Julia to to slot in that you could reasonably see them doing, considering. Uh, the LWO is a thing, <laughs> so Triple H. Yeah, he's like he's one of he's one of the the. Oh, that hey, they all so look funny. the same. Let's that put them together. That is so funny because he, there was like that report, and I'm sorry, everybody, this is WWE talk, and we'll get to like the thing that you guys actually want to hear in a few minutes. But there was that report where he where it was like, oh, Triple H is very upset that like Latino wrestlers and. Uh, Asian wrestlers think that they can't succeed in in WWE. Like that's like a, a preconceived notion from fans and from wrestlers. And it's like, man, <laughs> you got you got two Latino only factions, and you got a Joshi faction, and you've got no other <laughs> no other Latino or Joshi wrestlers on the main roster. Um, that's hyperbole. I'm, I'm sure there are other Latino wrestlers on the roster, but it's just a it's just a funny thought that's like, no, we're 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 rocking with y'all. We're rocking with y'all. And it's like, yeah. but I'm gonna put you in into group, okay? You're gonna be yeah. one of one of many. They do it with Indian wrestlers too. Jinder Mahal was just oh, yeah. uh, managing. What's it? Indus? Is it Indus here? Is that like five years ago now? <laughs> I don't. I can't remember. Uh, but he was managing too. He was, he was managing the tag group. team. Yeah, with Shanky and and Cheer. And I think he changed. I think he started managing somebody else, but I, I don't know. I don't. But I think watch. they're still Indian. Yeah, but I don't. Yes, they are I still have Indian. No idea. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, just, just pair them all up. Who, who cares? It's fine. You know, it worked with the New I Day, I guess. Neil. Just just, just let, it, let it rock. Well, that was a very um, unique situation. I know. Have you ever, have you, I'm again, so I'm sorry. Have you ever heard of, of the story behind that? That um, the way they got that through? Was oh, will this be like the new nation of domination? They're like sold, and they're like, we're not going to be the new nation. We're not doing that. <laughs> that's fair. I like that. But that's like that's like how their pitch was like heard. It's like it's like oh, new nation, huh? That's that's interesting. And it's like, nah, we don't want to do that. <laughs> you gotta love it. You gotta love it. Um, I suppose while we're on the topic of WWE, um, it was also this felt very offhand from dave so yes. i'm not running to the shops with this just yet but he kind of said that there's interest for wwe to work with stardom uh, we've obviously seen wwe work with all japan pro wrestling this week uh, they sent eagles kid to to wrestle katsuhiko nakajima um so it's not 
totally out of the question that they are also interested in working with stardom. Now, when I first heard this, my mind went to, they want to sweeten the deal for Sasha by saying, hey, if you sign with us, we'll let you do the Japan thing. They did that before, right. didn't they? With Danielson. Yeah, there was a they wanted to do that with Danielson. Yes, yes. So when I first heard it, I was like, oh, they want to sweeten the deal for Sasha Banks. Um, but obviously, you know, they have since lost out on Sasha Banks and she's going to AEW. So that might change it. They might just not want to make use of stardom anymore. You know, like it could be yeah. that easy. It could have just been, hey, we want to work with you and send Sasha here. And now she's gone. So that's it. Yeah. And I think uh, I'm not as like anti the idea as many are. I'm anti it in principle. But I think in in practice, I would be a lot. And you would be very high on the idea, theoretically. Um, because it's like sending the NXT girls to Japan is like, yeah, they probably should do that. There are a lot of great wrestlers in NXT, a lot of great women's wrestlers in NXT that could really use another perspective on pro wrestling that they will never get because they haven't wrestled outside of WWE. But on top, like on the other hand, it's WWE. It's, yeah, you're letting you know, the wolf in. Exactly. You're, you're letting um, the wolf in. Like, they, like we, they... we talk about how... how destructive and they are how destructive AEW is sometimes to their their partnerships but it's like i don't think AEW is gonna buy stardom that is a fear with wwe and all japan right now <laughs> is that they might just outright buy them uh whereas like that's not a fear with uh AEW and ddt or whatever you know i mean like that's yeah. that's where like a lot of the fear comes in is just how aggressive WWE is in their business practices. And, and Triple H especially. His idea mm -hmm. is a global presence, and it has been for years, you know? Everybody has seen the screenshot of, like, the NXTs going to different continents and stuff. That's his That's his vision, you know, is, yeah. is having a WWE presence in every market possible. And, yeah, if you can he get in with All Japan, if you can get in with Stardom, you can do similar to what they did in, in the British wrestling scene with Progress and ICW and stuff like that. And that where... shit has not, has not gotten back. No, like that that like, shit's been dead since then. Yeah, like Progress will, is never going to be the same. Like IC, I, ICW is never even the same. And that wasn't that amazing to begin with. But even ICW can't get back to but what they were. They had they were. something. They had yeah. like a certain vibe to them. They had some, you know, like a feeling <laughs> that they have lost. So uh, yeah, so it's yeah, obviously a, a no want, you know, a no, a no go. No. For, for it, it, ultimately, I don't think partnerships like this ever really work. Anyway, um, pro wrestling history is filled with them just going badly for everybody. <laughs> um, and in this case specifically, there's no way this can be an even partnership because one is a billion dollar company and the other brags about making a couple million a year. Yeah. Like WWE makes that in a week, you know what I mean? So you cannot have an even partnership there. There is one dominant party and one not-so-dominant party, and that just can't end well, in my mind. So, yeah, I would rather also, Stardom kind of stay it would not, it. it would not really benefit Stardom in many ways, because, like, I don't think there's any benefit of sending a Stardom wrestler to wrestle on NXT. You know what I mean? Like, no. They no, don't even just... really have that to it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and again, I, I hate to compare it to AEW. I've talked about AEW too much on the show already, but there is some small benefit 
to having a wrestler if they're in america they could wrestle on ring of honor right like the utami thing yeah. oh they just have a, an extra rep that they could do in america uh just easily because whatever i don't think there's that same benefit in working with wb because it's like it's very uh isolationist otherwise wb is you know what i mean like it if if stardom was in a deal with wb there is no like stardom event in america <laughs> like that doesn't happen or no. you know there is no you know utami doing gcw like you know and those small things are cool i think like that's a better that's a better thing for for stardom is just kind of setting their peeps to go to america for a couple weeks and wrestle a bit like it's probably a better uh you know better for their roster than any type of partnership with WWE would be yeah but no, there's there's no guarantee that would be the way it, it happens, but I just, I don't know. I'm not panicking about it. I really don't see a, a benefit for WWE unless they, like, really want some of these wrestlers, but I feel like if they wanted them, they'd just sign them anyway, so Yeah, I mean, Io Shirai loves contract tampering. I don't know if y'all know. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's her favorite thing to do. So it's like, it's not hard. <laughs> no, not at all. So, I mean, she was just here. Was those picture of her with Rossi and Mike? Yeah. So, no, it'll happen. They, they, they go home for for Christmas every year. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, the Japanese talent. Yeah, I would imagine most do. Yeah. So uh, that's that one. I don't know. It's it's nothing to panic about. Um, just yet. Uh, I can't see many positives coming out of it, but who knows? Uh, if it happened, we'd have to wait and see. But the precedent is, uh, these don't work. Um, so it's just that. Yeah, and you know, I'm kind of dreading this uh, All Japan partnership as an All Japan fan currently. Uh, I can imagine. Yeah. Do Do you think people that, know that AJW worked with WWF at one point? It almost to. led to them. It they were legitimately going to poach peak of her powers as a Kong. Like that yeah. was WWF. Uh, had a partnership with AJW, put them on Survivor Series, and tried to sign. Pop big star Azure Kong, right? I mean, I think everybody knows that Chaparita Asari match on Raw. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, like the the plan coming out of that was to sign Azure, and Mm -hmm. then they scrapped the division. I'm pretty sure, or they were like worried she'd kill people. (laughs) Um, but yeah, they they... scrapped the division, and that's why Medusa did the spot on WCW. Oh, yes, yeah, so they didn't like this belt no more, so I don't like it either. And then they dumped it so uh we do have precedent of wwe working with joshi companies and uh well we saw how that went because they signed bull and then tried to sign Azure. so you know <laughs> it's uh it's and not then discarded them like trash yeah and all they got in return was a wf title match on big egg that nobody remembers happened so you know it's, it's chill yeah um where medusa was strangely named alundra blaze and it didn't really <laughs> yeah um, I actually don't even remember that match, and I I know Blaze and and Bull had good chemistry, but I I couldn't tell you a single thing about. I that. think that was okay one of their weaker match. matches, as far as probably, I remember. probably Bull was probably not about it, was sitting around yeah. for ten hours waiting for her match. Um, I think the last uh, thing to kind of look at is that Stardom announced a new debut, kind of in weird fashion. They tacked it on at the end of or at the start of a press conference that they. They just did a couple of promos. It was very, very strange thing to do. But they announced uh, that uh, rookie called... Um, I actually didn't watch it. I assume it's Rian. Rian. 
Yan. Okay. Because like, I know like they don't Maran, really do the I. Like I know Rian. they don't do the I sound in Japan. It's usually E. So yeah, Ri Rian. Yeah. We'll get it. We'll get it when she debuts. It's fine. Rina um, Rian. It's it's just the less. Um, and yeah, she's the pink-haired rookie that people have noticed because pink hair kind of sticks out when you're seconding. Um, she, I believe she said that she was meant to debut with um, the last two, Rana and Karara, but she yeah. was hurt and had to, had to postpone it. They didn't give us a date for her debut, so we don't know oh, when it I is. Think, I think they did. I think it's the core. It's this month. It's... Uh, sixth? Like... It, either the sixth or like, yeah, it'd be the sixth, I think. Well, we can we can like double check that. Depending. I'm pretty sure it is the sixth. No, they did they did three they, separate they news stories. They did. Well, they they didn't announce it. They just said, "Hey, cut promos," and that was that was. Yeah, really but there's it. also they also said like, "Oh, there's going to be battle royals to decide the next challengers." Uh, they did. Where was that? That was at the so, press too. Rossi said it. Uh. I apologize, everybody. We are not prepared. <laughs> well, they didn't tweet it, and I feel like that's that's what I would look to is for them to tweet it. I don't see it in a news piece either. That's that's what's throwing me off. Uh, you should go based on the news. I will have it in a moment. I okay, know that's great. He posted. I don't remember what you were talking about. They did announce some uh, some stuff, but not on any of these news reports. So. Yeah, it's not here. Oh, because you know what happened? They deleted that, didn't they? Did they? Yes, because uh, Scott, I think, was like, oh, they've announced, Rossi announced his Battle Royals. I went to look at the tweet he was quoting, it was gone. So I don't, I think, I don't, I think they took it down. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, oh, well, in part because I think that it was weird, worded very weirdly. <clears throat> because a lot of people, a lot of like uh, English sources. I, I found the tweet from a uh, uh, Himanshu Doi, right? Um, mm -hmm. A lot of people were like, "Oh, they're going to do a New Year's Rumble on February fourth to determine the next challengers at Osaka." February fourth is the Osaka show, like the big Osaka show. Yeah. So that wouldn't make sense. So, mm -hmm. but that's everything I saw. Like everybody was saying that, and I was like, "But that's that is the big show, like that." that 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 is the show that they are they are building to. I'm pretty sure. So, like, how would how would that work? Um, unless yeah. this is not in Osaka. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's in Osaka. It, like so, uh, like I, uh, it, I think it made it was very confusing to a lot of people. So they might have mm -hmm. just taken it down. Yeah, I, I do remember what you were talking about, but I do think they took it down, and I don't think they've posted it again. Um, mm -hmm. So just kind of lost but yeah they did announce like some tags oh I think, for... yeah the the corican show i think will be the four rookies which includes rian and that's her debut match i don't know everything is telephone right now for some reason um you know you know those you know those management problems we were talking about uh they're still kind of around but <laughs> you know gotta give it time i guess it's it's the holidays you know you gotta yeah but I, uh, it's weird that they don't have that on any of the news ports because they do have transcriptions of all of the promos, but none of the um, thing about the announcements. So yeah, I think they pulled it. That's that's why. Yeah, Rossi's I, entire I thing is just not Scott here. Do it. Yeah, like I saw Scott talk about it, and then it was gone like, straight away. So um, 
who knows? Maybe they're changing their mind. But if not, then yeah, soon enough there will be two battle royals to determine the red and white belt challengers. Tomoka! Tomoka, let's, we need you! So. This is your one chance. Hey, There's no way you're getting a red belt chance otherwise. <laughs> hey, that's... You're, you're, I mean, you're well, right. She, she doesn't work it. there. <laughs> Why would she get you a red belt match? She doesn't it. work there. Well, you know what? Stop being mean. Um, or she could just come out at the end of the battle royal uh, and and say okay. that she wants to challenge. Okay, like we, we, we we have to we have to we have, we have to keep going. We have to, gotta. We've yeah. been talking for like forty minutes, and we're still not well, yeah. on the show. Um, last last kind of bit of news is that Stardom messed up uh, big time. They did an oopsie. Uh, the pay per view feed for for Stardom Dream Queendom died during the main event, and uh, so they've put that show on YouTube. And they've also announced that they're going to refund everybody who bought the pay-per-view. So, you know, I, I appreciate that they like are rectifying it because the old regime would not have done that. They were not nearly this um, consumer-friendly, I guess. Queendom is on is on um, Star World now, so if you have Star World, it doesn't really pertain to you. But yeah, it, I think they might have taken it off of YouTube by now if it's up on Star World. Mm. Uh, not sure. They said that they said around the time that like they it was only going to stay up for. A little bit. Ah, um, that makes sense. Because it will be available on Star World, and it is now. But yeah, like Micah was like crying about it, like she was really upset because her parents were watching, and they were like, "We didn't even get to see it," and she was just like, "That is so sad." Fuckers! <laughs> like she, yeah, she, yeah, she was about to kill some people. Um, yeah, her, her first, her first stuff. note, her her fo- her first order of business as Red Bull Champion is killing whoever the fuck was in charge of that feed. <laughs> nasty, nasty business. Um. Yeah, I think that's all the news. Uh, we might come across more. I don't know. We're recording on a very awkward day because I imagine they will announce up to the next two days, but we kind of have to discuss the January 4th show at some point. Mm-hmm. So here and now, um, I suppose we'll just get on to the review because there is only one show for us to discuss. Did you watch uh, Year on Climax just really quick? Because uh, we talked about it last week, but did you watch any <coughs> Oh gosh! Uh, no, Jesus. I didn't. Uh, last three matches very, very good. Um, just in case anybody was interested. Yeah, I've seen the... some people be like, "Hey, that was." Uh, I, I, I wish I had watched that before Dream Queendom, and I'm like, "Damn, they, they went crazy yeah. with the preview tags." Yeah. Uh, the nine you being back, huge. Like two days in a row, it's like this is real. Oh yeah, we 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 can get to it, don't you worry. <laughs> um, so the only show to review was on December 29th. This was the JRA Nakayama Racecourse presents Stardom Dream Queendom 2023. This was in Ryogoku Kokugikan, also known as Sumo Hall. They did 3,063 fans, which is smack bang in the middle of their Sumo Hall numbers. So thumbs up, I guess. You know, like a slightly Jesus slanted Christ. thumbs up, but a thumbs up nonetheless. Oh, dear. My niece is probably throwing things at the ground because she likes to do that. <laughs> okay. You, uh, yeah, you, you got a bit of a fright there. Yeah. I, well, because I'm in the basement and she, her playpen is right above me. Oh, so oh when she goodness. just starts, she starts wailing. It's just, it's scary. That's fair. Um. I'm never gonna find this tweet Scott made about the Battle Royals because he he doesn't stop. He he tweets so oh, much. Yeah. Scott Scott, you're, you're, he's not listening. But Scott, stop tweeting. Okay, just stop it. Um, 
But yeah, look, we could we just get on to Dream Queendom. Um, the opening match was Azusa Inaba, Yuzuki, and Mio Masaki beating uh, Sayaka Kurara, Rana Yagami, and Hanako when Yuzuki got her first win ever in seven minutes over uh, Sayaka. Um, with the, it was like a rolling arrow pin. She did the uh, most like elaborate crucifix. She did. I think she did like seven rotations. Yeah, I think the idea is it was reversed, but I don't know. It didn't look like Kuro was doing nothing. She was just along for the ride. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? So it's like the Manami <laughs> like, roll. Because Manami and Toyota did the same. She would like scroll yeah. around in a circle and then pin them. Oh, well, that's that's like a that's a thing. That's the around the world. Uh, this is just... I don't know. She's it, kept, is as she's kept o- it, it is more awkward, but I can see the yeah. vision. Uh, yes, it seems like yes, it's meant to be the Manami, Manami thing. Um I enjoyed this. Um, this That's rookie right. class is so good. Uh, like they, I don't know how they did this, but <laughs> the the jump from Lady C to these is just so big, you know. And and TJPW, I thought was gonna have the best rookie class because their their new rookies are all ridiculous. Um, but Stardom's catching up. Everybody's I mean, rookies are kind of. I mean, Wave has new tag team champions there, you know, in their rookie years, and they're really fucking good. Uh, for being in their rookie years. Azusa, as we're going to talk about in this match, is insanely good. Um, mm. And yeah, TJPW's rookies, I watched I watched some of that tournament, uh, the TJPW rookie tournament. Oh, yes. They are like they are quite good, like a mm. lot of them. Mm. Uh, Runa Okubo yeah, now is we're the here. future. Runa is like the one. That's what I'm yeah. pinning all my hopes on, Runa's, on her. Runa's good. I really like uh, Himawari. Oh yeah, she's from Actress Girls as well. Oh, is she? She she oh, debuted yeah, she in Actress and then yeah. jumped after like her first match. <laughs> so yes, uh, you do. Was, um, yeah, but yeah, I think right, she's sick. Yeah. Uh, there, there are a lot of great rookies right now in mm-hmm. the Joshi world. I think and for Stardom, six of them. Yeah, like for Stardom, it's that for some reason they got a, a reputation for being really bad at training, and then mm. they produced Lady C. Again, I like Lady C, but her her debut was very rough. Um, you had me on her debut just like her first like year, you know. What I mean, like her, yeah. her debut, it was like, okay, I can see what she's kind of going for, and then she just did not improve, uh, for a year. It was, it was rough. Um, and then you had me on Masaki, who was fine, but was certainly not on the level of a lot of rookies from the scene. And then now you have this crop of you know, five or six who, yeah, you're just like, these are all really good. So uh, the tide is rising. Um, we got to see a bit more of everybody. Like I thought, mm-hmm. Carrara did stuff here that I didn't see in her debut. Um, yes. that springboard arm drag is is nuts. Um, that was it. That was really that was good. It. That was that was um, like when I was like, I see you. I, I see. Mm-hmm. I see what you're cooking with. Yeah. Uh, Rana and Azusa squaring off was so natural. Uh, Rana just gets it straight away. Like just understands it immediately yeah. and is already throwing kicks with the best of them. So we we like that for Rana, and yeah, Yuzuki is just insane, <laughs> um, and uh, they like Yuzuki. Uh, no no surprise there. She yeah. got her first win after three matches, which is that it's, is it's like... been more than three matches, but yes, yeah, well, she had like it eight. hasn't. It, yeah, she had like eight in like a week. Remember, she's had yes, the gauntlet ran poor at her. Thing, the poor girl. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it, it doesn't often take a month to, to get your first win. Um, you know, you're talking like Sai Kamatani, Tami, they were the last people that I remember 
winning that. Utami got her first win over Tam Nakano in like three days, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sayaka Matani took about a month because I remember she pinned yep. Andras in Tag League. Like, oh my god, immediately. Yeah, it, it, um, it, it only... Jesus Christ. Yeah, so Yuzuki is. <laughs> we wonder is... why Andras dipped. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, so Yuzuki is in with some very premium territory there. Like, you don't don't give you wins this quickly unless they really like you. Um, so Yuzuki is definitely one to keep an eye on. Um, they definitely they definitely established a pecking order. Um, Rara is clearly like the the bottom of the barrel for them. She's the for now she's going to keep we'll losing. We'll see when Rian shows up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they have maybe maybe Aya Sakura. Maybe Aya if she ever comes. Yeah, back. Um, yeah. I think Aya will come back. Like I think she's more likely to come back than Komomo because yeah, Komomo Minami as well. That's, she exists. Uh, yeah. Allegedly, that's true. But yeah, Aya was on the. 12-hour TV stream, wasn't she? Yeah, she, she, she's, she's been... She still do, does, like, media. Yeah. Um, because she debuted, so she gets that right to do, like, you know, she is a stardom wrestler. Um, but yeah, so I imagine she comes back because she is a little bit further ahead in that, like... I don't know, trainees dropping out is such a normal thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, once you debut, it's a bit less... You know, there's a bit more like, okay, well, now I'm a part of the roster. Uh, yeah. I have some type of obligation to f- fulfill. That's for sure. Um, but as like as it stands, it seems like Yuzuki is the top of the pole for the the rookies. Uh, Rana and we'll definitely is... see uh, tonight, last night, with her and Hanako. Definitely. That's what interested me is Kevin wasn't involved in the finish and Hanako not being involved. Um, mm-hmm. Yo Masaki being like the senior leader of this. Uh, group and then not winning this match is really interesting. Um, I feel like that's going to be her thing. They were this really is, quick like... to give Yuzuki the win. Yeah, yes. like when you think yeah. about it like that, it's like, oh shit! Like you know, Azusa could have won because she's an outsider and she is protected more than yeah. most wrestlers in their first year. Um, and Miyu could have won because she's the leader of this generation, basically. But it was Yuzuki who was like. Mm-hmm. As soon as as soon as these motherfuckers debut, she's, they're like, "Okay, now get Yuzuki pinning them. <laughs> get Yuzuki beating them. Let's go. <laughs> we need we need her yeah. to beat them twice, both <laughs> of them in a week." Yeah. So she's um. I think Mio's thing is going to be like combating this new wave. Um. I'm almost certain she's winning the future belt now because you can just do her versus any of these women. You know, so Mio Masaki and Rana. With uh, Rian, with if you know again, if Aya is around, you can do Aya. Like and then you can have Yuzuki presumably beat her for it. I would imagine Yuzuki doesn't take long to get the future belt. Um, you know, you're not gonna do the long Hanan wait or the the Rena wait. You're just gonna you're gonna do it within three years. So yeah. I would imagine uh, Yuzuki is is a uh, future champ before long. Um, I, I like this stuff. You know, people um, you can always read so much into the rookies and how they view them and how things are gonna pan out. Just from like who takes pins, who gets the pin, who doesn't get pinned, who doesn't team with who. Like it's uh it's kinda it's really interesting. Like the fact that Yuzuki and Rana are always like at odds basically is, is something where I'm like, okay, that's that's a thing, you know. That's something yeah, to pay attention to. So I love stuff like that. It's fun. Rana is like insane the more you read about her. Cause mm-hmm. like like as I said last week, she has like twelve years of dance experience, like eight to ten years of karate experience. She's in a band. She did Makai. Uh, the other day they had they had at the show they had a, a horse 
And she just randomly tweeted, it's like, oh, I, I like took a picture on top of the horse. And she's like, I actually have my horse, my horseback uh, license. Like, I know how to ride a horse. And I was like, what the fuck do you do? Like, <laughs> like you just do everything, homegirl? That's crazy. Like, she's just like, yeah, you know, I, I've, I've been an athlete for like 17 years. Uh, you know, I, I do this. I'm in a band. I ride horses professionally uh and it's just like what the fuck <laughs> where did you come from oh and she also spirit. kicks the fuck out of people it's great yeah. she's she's my girl i like her mm-hmm. um, yeah her eventually yeah, music is going to be so cool like that's that's gonna be something you gotta build up to yeah i, I think it was kind of beautiful how short this was it was only seven minutes but everybody mm-hmm. got their time you know what i mean like everybody got something out of this and i think that's great i think that's really important yeah, no, they did really well with this. Like, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, obviously, we've spoken about it a lot, so there was just so much to interest us. Um, but that's kind of what rookies do. I think that's why uh, lack of rookies for a while there was so dire. Because eh, you're like, these are fresh faces. They're people with whole new stories to unravel. Like, I want more of them. So And now Saida can pin someone sometimes. You know, I'm I mean, not Yuzuki. Like, not Yuzuki, though. <laughs> no, not Yuzuki. But like, how you know. how long do you think it takes for Yuzuki beats Ida? I don't want to think about that. Over under eighteen months. Oh, under. Okay. Okay. Unless we'll unless Ida this. has some crazy career revitalization, uh, it's definitely under eighteen months. Interesting. You know what they should do eventually is Golden Gen versus this Gen. They probably won't, but I think that would be they cool. They should though. Maika Utami. Ida, Saya just beating the shit out of Rana and, and Karara and Yuzuki. Uh, that would be so cool. Um, yeah, they, they might not do that. Um, they should do it, though. They should, should do it, like, in a few months. <laughs> they should do it now. They should just do it Yeah, today. they should do it They yeah. should do it on the Korokin that's coming up, I think. Um, exactly. Aphrodite at the peak of their powers beating the crap out of Rana. Oh Give it to me. Give it to me every day of the week. Um, after that, then, we had a four-way tag match. Uh, oh, Tam, 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 Tam time. Oh yeah, dude! I forgot she was on the show because she said nothing. <laughs> it was like, "Hey, I'm sorry to worry you." She was crying. She looked like she was going to a funeral. She was. Yeah. She looked like she was going to retire. I know we say this a lot, but even Scott was like, oh, "Holy shit, she's gone." Um, and she was just like, "Oh, hey, I'm I'm the queen of the cosmos. I'm gonna come back. Love you. Bye." And then she uh, got so much screen time for the rest of the show. She was, was sitting weird. ringside. That was definitely weird. Um, uh, I don't know why yeah, she, she didn't she'll say be this. Back. I was going to get to that. She didn't say this in the ring. She said it after a post-show thing, the magazines, that she hopes mm-hmm. to be back by... She said it was by the time the cherry blossoms are here. By cherry blossom season, yeah. Yeah, so that's March. Late April. March. Yeah. So, Yokohama Buntai? Tam, mm-hmm. comeback match? Mm-hmm. Tenken? Yeah. I, I think that mm-hmm. makes sense. So I don't know why she it didn't say that in the ring. Like, she it's doesn't have a lane except for the world title. I think you do a comeback and it's just a tag. I don't think she comes back. For it, a, she she should, but well, I think the Nasboy might be busy. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. They're on a very short rope with uh, Micah versus Julia, so I think yeah. you might have to do Julia Micah there, and you really have no other choice. So. Oh, either they do it there or in Osaka. I don't know if they do it that soon. Especially if they're talking about two belts, because now that Mercedes money might still exist, uh, New Japan might want that purple belt on her. So I don't know. 
Honestly, at this point, I think they just might give the IWGP back to Mercedes if she does like do dates for New Japan at all. Mm, I don't know. I feel like it's easier for them to just throw the strong belt on AWTV. Yeah, they're getting rid of the strong belts. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's Tony booking women. Come on. He would just go, yeah, oh, true. I can just say it's a title match. Here you go. Like, come on. He would love that. New Japan strong women's title? Sure. Go ahead. Let's show him. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tom cut a very baby face promo. I mean, I think it was pretty much like the live crowd was, was into it. She was like, hey, that, like I, I, I was very upset, but you, my adoring fans, really brought me back. And this award I won is for all of us. And yeah, she just, she's an idol. She could a baby face idol promo. What what more can I say? Um, yeah, she's, she'll be back within the next few months. Um, yeah, I don't think she really said anything else. There was a post-show bit, but um, she did yeah. confirm that she got injured when she hit the screwdriver on Tora, which, I mean, duh. Pretty um, That she, she did didn't have surgery. <laughs> no. Said she did not have surgery, which is also obvious because she would be out for a lot longer than a few months if she got surgery, yeah. I'd imagine. Um, she got raw eggs thrown on her or something. I, I don't know, man. She, she yeah, yeah. Love, Tam didn't say much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tam really didn't say much. I thought we would get a, a definite announcement of something, but it seems to just be like a "Hey, I'm still here" kind of thing. And then in the post show, she kind of was Can't like, you hey, in the post show, it was like, hey, I might be back in, in March or April. So that's that. Um, and then we did have a four-way tag match. Aki Kashima and Amisore beat Saki and Yuna Mizumori. And the teams of Tekla and Maisakurai and Hina and Lady C in a pretty quick, like, harmless match in, in seven and a half minutes. Like, there's nothing really to grab onto here because... Yeah. There's no stakes. There's no nothing really. Tekla um, made it a point to beat the fuck out of Saki, which I appreciated. Yes, that's um, good. I will say though, the three people that stood out the most are kind of wild because it was Hina, Ami, and Yuna. Because Hina, at one point, like she took like a minute and a half to just judo throw everybody in the match multiple times. Oh yeah, that was cool. Uh, and then the closing stretch was Ami and Yuna kind of beefing it, and I, I dug that. Uh, but it mm. was it was a completely forgettable match. I only know that because I wrote down the notes. <laughs> That's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it was it was it was harmless. I don't really, I don't really take note of these matches that don't do anything. Um, but it was fun for what it was. Um, despite losing, my Sakurai got in and cut her promo because that's who she is. She gets she's she getting does. over. She's definitely winning Cinderella, isn't she? I think it's not spoil. Interesting. And I'm partially I'm partially saying that, to that they, it. that's um, that's true. Because the fact they zoomed in on her after Anno beat Mariah as well, it was like, hey, you you gonna let that you gonna let that stand by? You know? Which it is funny because they are not faction mates. They're not, but they were just a tag team. So Yeah. You know. Uh well, I hope that was a clean cut uh, of of the audio. If not, sorry, I guess. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, tiny bladder over here. Um, yeah, we are on to our next match, which was the Mayu Iwatani return eight woman tag. It was Hazaki, Hanan, Saeida, and Mayu Iwatani beating Starlight Kid, Fukigen Death, Rina, and Roka. But Mayu pinned Fukigen with a moonsault in 11 minutes. They gave Mayu the full works here. Uh, she came out mm. to the to the big match theme. Well, not the big match no, theme, her, her the big solo match. Single theme. theme. Single theme. Single theme. Yeah. theme. 
Uh, she had the championship blue and reds on. Yeah. And, uh, I really she... like that gear. It's, it's really nice. Uh, and she also got to beat the shit out of an old woman. <laughs> that finishing stretch with her and Fukien was nuts. Did you Do you remember the German she hit? Oh I was my like, God. Mayu, that woman is like 50. Leave her be. <laughs> it was wild. You know, you know how how Yoniyama at one point said, "I don't think I want to retire from pro wrestling. I want to keep doing pro wrestling." After yeah. that, she don't want to do pro wrestling no more. No, <laughs> I don't die. It, it um, was crazy. She hit it with the freedom drop kick as well. You know, I think, I think it's funny because I think Fukigen Death is like run his course as a character, but for some reason, Mayu still gets the best out of it. Oh, every time, um, the clown literally got like multiple visual pins on Mayu. Like, Mayu was not kicking out of a lot of the clown's offense, and, like, she needed to be saved. I found that so funny. Uh, this match wasn't, like, insane or anything, but it's just kind of a reminder that, like, wrestling is better with Mayu in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is she is the highlight of a generation of women's wrestling, in my opinion. Um, and it's just, like, just seeing her do her shit is one of the most fun things in professional wrestling. She is so good. And again, this was, like, a a serviceable match. This wasn't even like Mayu on her shit, shit. You know what I mean? Like she I gave know, it she, her. She was kind of on her she, shit. I don't know. She okay. She was on her shit, but it wasn't like like Mayu has like seven more gears past this. This was just still insane. <laughs> you know what I mean? She was still like fucking killing it. Uh, but she's so her. She's just an infinite wrestler. You know, I mean? she just can compound on everything, and she can always be better, and she is better. You know, like it, she's just, she's so good. Mayu's so good. She's, she's, she's like I said, the best of a generation. Yeah, we're 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 gonna have to have to discuss her her goat case eventually someday. If, but you know, if she if she it. knock on wood keeps wrestling for like you know three, four, five more years and continues to be at like a, a high level, I I think it's kind of hard to argue against her in a lot of cases. You know, like outside of like the the tippity top, the Danielsons, the Chagusas, it's gonna be yeah, fucking yeah. hard she'll, to argue. She'll never be Mayu. those. Yeah, I don't, nobody can be Danielson. To be fair, he's he's that's because Danielson's been wrestling for like you know twenty years and has yeah. mastered every style of wrestling basically. No, him. The people like him and Aja are just so far yeah, ahead of literally Aja. everybody else yeah. in the world. Um, but like, but yeah, Mayu is going to be up there again. If, if she if she stick if she's around for another for a decent amount of time from here, uh, she's gotta she's gotta be in the conversation eventually. Mm-hmm. For a couple more GPS, one more yeah. world title run, just let it go crazy. God willing, <laughs> and, you know we we got we got an all timer on our hands here. But uh, yeah, no, this was I enjoyed this, and it was largely just because uh, I wasn't been gone long. But Jesus, do you miss her? <laughs> like yeah. she's just so good at this. And fair play to Fukigen. I mean, she does not have to do any of this. She's been wrestling for as long as I've been alive. She's one of the most underrated wrestlers of all time. She's an innovator. Like she does not have to do this, and she let Mayu beat the shit out of her. <laughs> like fair play to Fukigen. Uh, I, I also love the. Uh, I love the barb spot. Where death like oh, was, somehow yeah. just like just configured them so that the referee would hit a bulldog on Mayu and Hadan just starts yelling at him like what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh man, it, it was so good. They're the best. Uh, Kid challenged Mayu to a singles match uh, after, um, which she's Good done line. like three times now. And yeah, 
I uh, I don't know. You'll get yours in the next GP, homegirl. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're going to bring this belt into circulation more um, now that there's brand synergy or whatever you want to call it between Tanahashi and uh, Okada boy. I don't know what we're going to call him. I can't Taro. say just Okada. Taro, yeah. Taro Okada. Um, you know, maybe they maybe they actually remember they have this belt a little bit more. Because um, you can just do Mayu Kid and wherever you want, really. Um, or maybe they do it at Yokohama. I don't know. I don't know how many matches they're going to do at Yokohama because they have a lot to do. Um, but you could save it for there if you wanted. But um, we'll, we'll have to wait and see there. Um, do you have anything else on that match? Or... No, not really. Oh, I mean, like, right. Stars was good. Like, they usually are. They have, like, kind of, of you know, a pretty standard uh, showing. But, you know, Hazuki Hana, and Nita are always good. So, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the next match, then, was a special six-woman tag match. We had Yu, Nanai Takahashi, and Azumi beating Mei Sarah, Mina Shirakawa, and Siri. Nanai pinned Mina in just under 12 minutes with the one-second X. Um. <laughs> I mean, this came out of nowhere because Mina was not really doing a whole lot going into this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, she doesn't have a faction, so she's been teaming with randos or doing three ways in the opener. And she said, not today, son. She took the bull by the horns in this match and made herself the talking point. Um, her I and really Seven wish Up- Mina had a, a tag team partner. Oh my god. Imagine Mariah was still here. Imagine we got Rose yeah, like- Gold and Seven Up. Like, the mountains would be moved, families would be fed. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, was, and, and uh, again, man. no respect to Waka. I mean, obviously she's injured indefinitely, but like, no respect to Waka. But it's just like if Mina had like a reliable, like you know, semi-protected, like like Mariah or like even Unagi back in the day, if she had like a a tag team partner, a tag team, she'd be she'd be on her shit right now. You know what I mean? And I think I think that's something that I've always brought up about these post tournament or the, these post title reigns, right? Is that it's like you kind of need a tag team partner to keep you afloat, um, and you know, like it. I think that's where Mina has has kind of suffered is because she just doesn't. Oh, well, her her tag partner did get poached, so you know it's yes, you know she she tried. She recruited a white woman. She went to Britain and found its finest, and you know abandoned she so got pushed before they even won the tag belts that's crazy to think about yeah that's true actually yeah that's that's so weird but um yeah no i like i had no idea what to expect from this match and then it just turned into mina getting absolutely roughed up by you and anai takashi like they were they were taking it to her and she was fighting back um you know that little stuff like that just makes the matches better because it's like okay we're we're actually doing something with this. Um, you start like, doing like a a standing violence party, which you usually do in the corner. She started mm-hmm. like throwing. I was like, holy shit! <laughs> like like they're just walking and she's just killing her. It was crazy. It was great. Um, and I mean, all six wrestlers are good, so everything was good. Um, but it was those like active. Like, hey, we're gonna kill kill each other spots with Mina and Seven Up that really took it to the next level. Um, and that's the kind of stuff I like about Mina. She she really does kind of endeavor to get herself to be the the conversation. No, I mean she wasn't she wasn't meant to win the white belt, but she cut promos that were so good that they had no choice but to to go with the fans. 
Um, and now you have something here where it could have been a nothing six woman tag that nobody remembered, and she said, "Nah, not today, son. We are gonna we are gonna go at it," and made it into a match with actual purpose because now you can just do any form of Nanai and you versus Mina, and it's gonna be like a, a heated match. I think this match made me want God's Eye Mina Shirakawa a lot more than like anything. <laughs> like, because Mina and Shuri were running some routes, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh man, if Mina leans into that side of her, that could be interesting. Um, yeah. I, inside of Mina, there are two there, wolves. Though. Inside of Mina, there are two wolves. There's the, the Shuri of her, and there is the Tam Nakano of her. Uh, what does God. she decide? <laughs> Yeah, her and God's Eye would be cool, but I feel like it would um throw things off too much because that that would that's kind of the Konami slot, really, isn't it? Like that's Konami is series yeah. partner in crime, basically, and so you you you'd have like Konami being shoved down a bit more. Yeah, and God's Eye um, is already pretty low, like pretty jam packed. Yeah, like you have four four people essentially that never get pinned with with Ami as well, right. unless they pushed Ami down a bit, but. Which yeah. I have a feeling they probably will do a little Who bit knows? Maybe more. She did uh, lose the tag the other day, didn't she? So but maybe. she did win here. <laughs> so that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, that was interesting. Uh, I, I like Mina constantly picking fights with people she will never be able to beat. Like uh, when it's she so went real. to dump, when she went up to dump, and was like, hey, "One more, one on one." I'm like, "You were never beating Dump Matsumoto." <laughs> like that woman has not taken a pinfall in 20 years to anyone other than Chigusa Nagayo. It's not happening. Yeah, and I think I I don't know how you feel about this. I think, and I've always been very much uh, vocal about my. Uh, disliking for the hate Nanai gets, uh, especially in like the past few years, like the Seven Up era of Nanai, uh, is just like if you talk shit about her, I just think you're wrong. Um, but I think this was a pretty tasteful loss for Mina, all things considered. Like obviously, I mean, it would be better if she didn't take the pin hmm, from Nanai. Yeah. Like obviously, but I, I don't think it was like like I've seen Nanai bury people. <laughs> and she this was a this was a respectful this was like a, a she fought her hardest and denied just happened to hit her big move and won because mm-hmm. you know that happens sometimes sometimes you lose wrestling matches who would have thought like i felt like this was a very tasteful loss for me even though a lot of people will 100 doom about it because obviously someone like you who's a big mina fan does not want to see mina losing in a undercard tag match at the second biggest show of the year i get it like that that part of it will never change like that that part of it does suck but relatively to like how a lot of people i've seen have reacted it wasn't like nanai like fucking buried her or killed her like she just won the match (laughs) and it was a great match yeah um, this is better than her being invisible like yeah i would rather her get the shit kicked out of her by somebody who's great than just not be involved in anything. Um, like, uh, you know, this is Mina's thing. She literally like had her face broken and managed to turn it into a promo that got her the white belt. Like that's who she is. She is going to lose, and she's going to cut promos about how she never wants to give up, and she's going to keep fighting, and people are going to stay on side, and that's it. Like you know, not all losses are created equal. Sometimes you can lose, and it's fine. Or sometimes you could lose it, it makes you even better. Um, so yeah, Mina's in a spot where she can just cut the babyface underdog promos time and time again, 
people are going to get into it. So, yeah, uh, yeah like you, you stand up to Nanai, who has been protected in stardom, who you know, has the, the credibility of a former 3WA world champion. No, that's that's enough to Is make she you the look only good. only person to win both red belts? Um yes. Yes. Yeah, no so. other yeah. AGW wrestler has held the, the red yeah. belt. So she she's the anything. only yeah, she's she's the only person to hold both red belts in Joshi history. Hmm. Uh like that's a like I think we forget how like even though AJW wasn't AJW by the time she was like a, a you know a killer over there like i feel like we forget how legendary nanai is um and how good she still is like i don't know i i'm always here to defend nanai um i was talking to widescreen about it i'm just like you know it's it's funny because like i i feel like i hear nanai getting louder reactions than like half the roster i don't know where this like idea that like she's deeply unpopular comes from uh especially like today you know like in the past few months like since the passion injection stuff like i don't i don't like she's just really good but you know that's enough nanai propaganda for me uh <laughs> azumi azumi did well i think azumi's a great third man into in trios matches uh she kind of just like kind of like melds into what uh is needed i love nanai and azumi hit a power and glory but with a foot stomp which is like the superplex then the the second guy comes in mm-hmm. uh and does a dive i thought that was sick and yeah, I just I just really like this match. I, it was one of my favorite matches of the night. In fact, that's a lot. So either you did not like the tag match, or you really liked this. Um, but I, oh. I guess we'll find out now. Oh no, th- this is like realistically, this might be my favorite match of the night. It wasn't because the moment at the end, but like because of Micah Suzu is like different. But hmm. like as a as a match, top to bottom, I. I fucking adored this match go on introduce it all right uh so the next match was the goddess of stardom championship match sayaka matani and utami harashishta retained when they beat momo Watanabe and natsuko tora in 16 and a half minutes uh they basically did a double pinfall saya and utami <laughs> both won the match um which was kind of interesting and yeah i thought this was great um they chemistry is just there um especially yeah. with momo on the queen's quest wrestlers like momo and saya was so seamless um anything with momo and utami or even just the duos going at it was seamless and then they finished it with uh playing into utami's strengths of powerhouse because her and tora is just great they're just you know athletic agile powerhouses and they just work so well together in that aspect so you had like every part of this match functioning well you also just had uh, a really obvious story of heels being heels and Aphrodite wanting to get some revenge because, you know, Momo and Tora have been a thorn in their side for forever now. And so there was a little bit of intensity, a lot of fluidity, a lot of hard hit and stuff. Like, it was just a really, really well done tag match. Yeah, I loved this. Um, I thought, like, I was so excited to see what a modern uh, Aphrodite like tag team title matches mm. and i was so happy i was so happy with this match because i think that was something that kind of always you always could see how good side and, and utami as a tag team could be but it always felt like they kind of leaned too much on the single stuff like they were it was two singles wrestlers in a tag team match yeah. uh, i feel like they completely like got it 
Like they they do they still do that. Like it, the first part of the match was Saya versus Momo. It wasn't a tag team match. Second part of the match was Utami versus Natsuko. It wasn't really a tag team match. But in key moments, they like really focused on the tag stuff throughout, right? Like it was it was mainly Saya and Momo, but then they'd come in and they do like I thought that it was so seamless the way that like the Aphrodite formula has progressed since their last tag reign that like i was saying oh i i hope they keep the belts for a long time because i think they could both use a little bit of time out of the main event scene and i think it could be really fun to kind of see you know where they're at now i'm like i need that (laughs) because i love how they work together in in 2023 2024 like i love this match i thought this match was like yes like i i i got aphrodite and i was like i I need this to be the thing for a while because, mm-hmm. you know, again, they've always been good. I, I've always liked their tag team stuff, but it just feels like they have a full understanding of what they are as a tag team now. And obviously against Natsuko and Momos, people who are there clearly very comfortable wrestling against. Like, I, I think it's obvious that it's like, oh, this is like a perfect scenario for them to kind of show what Aphrodite can be. You know, there there is no weak link in this match because they all work together so seamlessly. Um, so yeah, I, I loved it. I thought that the way that it was just kind of the flow win, I loved, you know, I, I loved that about it. But I also loved, I did not want Oedo Tai to win. Like, because mm-hmm. I was just like, I, I just didn't really, like I was, like I said, I was hoping for a long Aphrodite reign and I didn't want to lose, uh, you know, V1 or V0, whatever. And so the drama of this match, when Momo made the save off the hijack bomb, I was like, what the fuck do we do? What, where are we going? <laughs> where are we going from here? Kasai is not tagging back in. <laughs> like, what the fuck are we about to do? Because one person hit their finish, but neither of the other team have. What the fuck do we do? Um, and I was just like, I was just so in it. You know what I mean? Um, the the mist, the, the, the lowdown, the Loch Ness lowdown. Uh, Saya did mess up making the save, but who cares? Um, Utami got hit with the miss. Stopped. It was very funny. He was but, like one, but that was, two. That was something somebody said. I don't remember who. Uh, I think it might have been Scott that said like, "Oh well, like the ref saw the mist and was like, wait a minute, can't just do that.'" <laughs> uh, which is like kind of you know. Uh, retconning you know revisionist history type of thing but it's fine wrestling happens i get it but yeah i loved near the end where it just felt like i didn't know what the fuck was going to happen and when they hit both of the big moves even though the torture rack bomb ain't really a big move for time anymore when they hit their their moves and they they pinned them i was like that was the end to like one of the best chapters in queen's quest versus way history probably like the second best chapter behind the uh, one where they lost Tam, right? Like, this was like, this was great. This was a great match, a great uh, finale to to that feud that uh, for as much shit as I've given it, because I think that it was kind of aimless at points, gave two very great matches. You know what I mean? Uh, g- gave us two very great tag matches and really solidified Saya and, and Utami as a, as a duo that, you know, is a force to be reckoned with. Oh, they got they got that defense record in their their sights now, like they've been saying. I am praying um, that they at least get close to it. Hope so. I hope so. Um, but yeah, I was kind of interested because it it started to feel like these two factions were just gonna wrestle forever. Um, and then the finish was so decisive. Like, yeah. 
both Utami and Saya hit their B finishers and won. They, they just pinned both of them. Like that is a rubber stamp on this feud if you could ever give it one. You know, I, I thought that Which was is interesting. Great. I think sometimes you need that. Like I don't think wrestling does enough of that. Uh yeah. with factions especially. You know what I mean? Like because it is a never ending story. Ultimately, this is not the last time we will see Oedo Tai versus Queen's Quest. Uh because that's been like the longest running rivalry in stardom. <laughs> like by a pretty far margin, like from uh, two months after Queen's Quest was made, a few months after Queen's Quest was made, uh, it was Queen's Quest versus Oedo Tai. Like that, that's been the thing for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the fact that it just felt like, yeah, like this is the end of this chapter so aggressively. You know, when, when Utami said that at the press conference, I was like, that feels like famous last words, but she just delivered on it. And I think that's so sick. Sometimes you got to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's true. I, I mean, I'm all for wins and big defeats and, and letting it go somewhere. Um, I, I remember when Natsuko showed up after losing the, the, the loser leaves uh, the faction match, and she was just on a rampage, right? And that's oh, just yeah. so that's just so easy. Like, of course, the heels are going to get more menacing after losing. Like, it's so easy to just do that, and you can run with it. Then, um, this is a total tangent, okay? But mm-hmm. that was one of the reasons I thought Lucha Underground was cool because people would <laughs> lose big matches and they would just turn it into something else. They'd be like, "Oh, I lost. Well, screw you. Now I'm going to breathe fire. <laughs> How are you going to deal with me now?" But that I've was, gotten upgrades, boy. Yeah, like that's, that's <laughs> all you have to do is if, if somebody loses a big match, just like turn it into something bigger or something else. Um, and a way, to tie, a way to tie should be easy. It should be easy to do that. Just let them go crazy like they did last time. You know? So, yeah, I don't know I, if they I, can I, I anymore. I think, I think like the thing is, is that them going crazy at that point was them being like, oh, we like if it wasn't that for that damn Saki Kashima, like we would have, we like, we have been made to look like jerks when we're not, and we know we're not. Now they've been made to look like jerks, and there's nothing they can say about it. So I think them kind of shutting up and walking away at this point, which sounds like that's what they're going to do, pretty much. Uh, I think that's just like, it makes sense. I think they're probably going to turn this into the God's Eye feud. Like that's probably going to be where they focus their energy, because they've been kind of like smally you know like uh not very Molly? well building that small i'm sorry I, I couldn't crazy. figure out like that is very crazy like, like i can't figure out what the word is still slowly <laughs> like, minutely like it's it's in very small increments that they're kind anything of like, stardom does with the way oh. to tie subtle or minute they just kind of are like hey we want to kill you and that's it i think i think the subtlety comes in in the quantity of it right the the gods I think has only been brought up like three times. They obviously all t- all of those times they beat the fuck out of them like and it was like you know, but it's been like what f- six months and they've done it three times. <laughs> like they've like know, they've approached it three times, but maybe. it doesn't matter. I imagine um, that's where they go. I think I think they do just kind of hang their heads and walk away at this point, hoping that next time it's different. <laughs> Um, Utami dropped a bar after winning. She was like, hey, we won this. We won the, the cage match. It's settled between us. I'm moving on to my next dream. Absolute bar. Coolest woman in history. That puts a uh, a bit of a close on that. Um, our next match then was for the New Japan Strong Women's Championship. 
Julia beat Megan Bain in 17 minutes via TKO with the Bonanote uh, submission. Uh, Megan's arm hit the ground three times, and the referee called off the match. Uh, if we're talking like watching some tapes, yeah. Um, if we're talking match quality wise, this is probably the highlight of the show. This was crazy. Like this was so. I feel. I feel the opposite. There is no way. I. I I think that like the. I think the first half of it, I was just like, okay. Where is oh, here? I don't know. And it then I think fine. I think Megan Bain I think Megan Bain's performance specifically was out oh, yeah. of this world. I, I don't changed. think the match she... itself was as tremendous as a lot of people do, but I think Megan Bain wrestled out of her fucking boots. Like she mm. was absurdly good. But as a match, like I think I think the draw uh as a full match minute one to minute fifteen was a better match than this was. But I think the Megan Bain performance here was one of the best uh, foreigner performances uh, that I've seen in a while. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, Mariah May had plenty, but outside of Mariah, Mariah May... This. I don't know if she even had one this good. I think I think the Mariah May-Julia match was better than this. Well, yeah, but you're talking the individual performance. Um, like, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. Like, Megan was so good here that in my review on Voices of Wrestling, I was like, I have not seen a powerhouse this smart since Bull Nakano. Like mm. I, I compared her to Bull, Awesome Kong, and Aja Kong. That's how smart I thought she was in this yeah. match. Like, uh, oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I loved, it. I loved the way it escalated. It just kept building and building on itself really well. Um, like Megan having to get more desperate and eventually going to do a moonsault. I was like mind blowing. I love when powerhouses have shit like that that they can do, but they only do it. On the rarest of occasions, like like Bull did. That's why I, that's that's why I pulled out the Bull comp because Bull could do the moonsault. She would only do it when she was pushed to her absolute limits. Um, it's like seeing Bane do something like that was just like this is a genius we're watching. <laughs> like she she can do all this shit. She doesn't have to because she just relies on being the powerhouse. So then when somebody like Julia really puts the fight to her, she has a bag of tricks to dig into. And I love shit like that. So. I thought Megan came away from this looking like just the smartest powerhouse I've seen in so long. Um, mm-hmm. But Julia was like a perfect wrestler to go against that. Like her being so headstrong and willing to just run at the wall as much times as she needs is just great. Um, you know, they thought they did the, the Northern Lights bomb stuff really well, like the, the normal Northern Lights bomb not putting her away, mm-hmm. but then having to do the, the sick variant. Like, I thought that was really well done as well. Um, so I, I like just the escalation of it all, um, and yeah, how smart Megan Bain was with how she paced everything. I thought that it just, it just so, so good. Yeah, no, I could see it. I, I think it was a, a very good match, but I, I, I do think that like just Megan Bain like was the holy shit of it all. Uh, yeah, she can was we, just great. Can we I keep mean, Megan Bain? <laughs> can, can, I would do, like do, to. Do you, do you think we could like get Tony to just forget she's on his payroll? I don't think we have to try. I don't know. I I don't I don't know about that. I don't I don't know. I think I think somebody's going to remind him, uh, and then he's going to be like, "Oh yeah, why are you still there? Come back." I think I think he has and, been reminded. I think. Uh, yeah. It looks like there's a spot for her in a feud right now. That. Yeah. Kind of, Wait, what feud like. are you talking about? Um, Willow and Chris. I feel like they're gonna fight Stokely. 
He's going to need people. Is Chris not turning? She might, but I feel like there'd still be uh, weird numbers. Because where else would you bring yeah. D back in? That's true. I don't know. Deeb and Deeb and Megan is a crazy tag team, by the way. Like that, like okay, you know, dude. don't want to talk about that too much, but like Jesus Christ, that would be insane. I, I don't, I don't tend to like pick on stuff like this, but that was that's like the most cancelable team ever, just because of oh yeah, they date. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no doubt. <laughs> like that's very cancelable, but uh, yeah, no, they the, the talent is off. The I hook totally off forgot the about that with Megan. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. It's oh kind of man. Clipped, but you know what? You go, girl. It's it's fine. You, you're a wrestler. No, Jeez, you do dude. not. You do not go, girl. Not in that direction. The other way. No, but like in the ring, you go, girl. Yeah. So for sure. Um, yeah. I th- again, I thought this was one of Meg's. This is again one of the better performances of a of one wrestler, especially of a foreign wrestler, since like in a long time. Let's just say. You know, because I think you're right. I think Mariah May had great performances, but a lot of them were like how much she gave herself to her opponent, almost, and it made it better. I, this this was like, and I'm not saying Julia didn't do shit, but I'm saying that Megan was like the star of this match. You know, like yeah, and you can tell because the the Japanese fans chanted her. Oh, back. that was huge! Like... The first Megan chance. That you'll ever in stardom history, probably. I can't think of any other Megans there no. ever. So yeah, like insane. Yeah, the the highlights of this match were insanely high. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I thought that the, the early going it kind of took a while for me to kind of get into it. I think that's where it uh where it lost points for me was that I was just like mm-hmm. okay, like can't can't we just start like we did last time? Because the start to the the draw was so good. Um, and it was so just like, let's just fucking, let's just go at it. Um, whereas this one was, was a bit more Julia style. Um, yeah. Julia strong style. Strong championship style, I should say. Uh, and that's where I was like, the first four, five, six minutes, I was like, okay, let's just, like, I know y'all can do something. Let's just get to where y'all do something. And then they did. That's <laughs> fair. I, I mean, the fact that this match was so good, it got one of the few vocal reactions on the show, says a lot, because uh, Julia oh, yeah. got chants. Like, Julia was getting them during the match. The crowd is behind Julia. And then, obviously, they got behind Megan after. And uh, this was a good crowd, but it wasn't, like, a super vocal crowd. So for them to get behind issue, both though. wrestlers. <laughs> well, yes, definitely. But for them to get behind both wrestlers to that degree should should kind of tell people how good this was. Um. Yeah, I thought their post-match stuff was really cool. Where Julia was like, "Hey, look, I said I'd kill you, but you're still here. You're strong as hell. Let's let's fight again someday," which isn't going to happen because they are going to separate companies. But you know, it's it is what it is. Man, a um, year from now, this is a crazy WWE versus AEW match. Yeah, Forbidden Door or like, something. Like, like, you know, when we look back, the... no, when we, well, no, not Forbidden Door. What? Forbidden no, Door. No, I mean like when we Real look back Forbidden at Door. it, Stardom is the Forbidden Door. Yeah, yes, maybe. Who knows? But um, it's not forbidden. It's just before anybody knows. That's true. Um, yeah, this this was crazy. Um, you know, if this was Megan Bain's breakout performance, like, yeah, if you aren't, if you, if if I'm Tony Khan and I'm not like begging to get her back after a performance like this, I just don't know what he sees in wrestling at all. Um, uh, I like wrestlers though, who wrestle like Mildred Burke, but worse. Yes, a lot worse. 
I don't know if the it's Tony or Julia or it's about, it's about Tony, <laughs> okay. obviously. Could, could be about a few of them. She wrestles like she's from the fifties but doesn't know what good fifties wrestling was. <laughs> That's true actually, yeah. She doesn't do a lot of the, the old school stuff. And there's enough tape out there. Like you you just like, yeah. watch you could just watch Jackie Sato and copy her. Like it would be very easy. But um, you know, it is what that it is. would be a sick gimmick. If if she if she was like, Oh, I'm I'm the retro and she's did a bunch of like you know jackie sato you know beauty pair yeah. moves and shit and it was just like holy it's shit cool. <laughs> i mean it's to do that but like real maybe i don't know Better. but um yeah after that then we had a uh, chishadora finally making her challenge uh, she had a video promo congratulating julia and challenging her for battle in the valley so you know, that we we knew that was coming she challenged ages ago um that'd be cool i like Trishadora. Um, Kind of cooled off on Trishadora. I feel like a year or two ago. I feel like it was like a a, like hype around Trishadora a year or two ago, and it's kind of like faded away a bit. But she's like really solid. Um, That's why I think she gets booked so much. It's just like, oh, if you want to have a cool match, just Trishadora is right there. Um, But I feel like she did get lapped by some of the newer people to some degree. Oh, definitely. Um, Like I remember when I saw Queen Amanada, I was like, sign her now, sign Queen Amanada. I don't know how she's not everywhere. People are stupid. she's back, isn't she? Are, yeah, yeah. I know she was gone for a while, page. but she's so good. Yeah, like Aminata, I'm just like, why has nobody given her the world? And this isn't this isn't us to us comparing black women. It's just that Queen Aminata is literally like the best wrestler on the American Indies. I'm not gonna lie, like, she's yeah. she's up there. <laughs> uh, sure. But but yeah, like I I, I love Tristadora. I think she's great. Um, but I I get what you mean. I think she was really like she was hitting a certain stride. Uh, a couple years ago and i don't know if she slowed down or if i stopped seeing her as much or if like i stopped seeing her in like the high roles the the you know interesting spots yeah but i think the scene just kind of grew around her a little bit yeah because yeah. i feel like there's a wave of american women now who are just so much better than what came before like as a baseline um like that maya world girl that was on on ring of honor the other week like i just saw her in row and i was like she's absurd like this is the quality we're getting now in women's trainees in america um so yeah like people like adora and her ilk have definitely just been passed up a bit by this new generation who are just that little bit better out of the gate Mm -hmm. um because yeah there's some really impressive wrestlers at the moment so people like adora kind of slipped away Uh, like ali cat you never anybody talk about ali cat anymore um, she's kind of become a meme has there was this Where other girl like... who got booked loads and i can't remember her name um but she's kind of fell away as well she was everywhere in america and i cannot remember she is um i feel like i know but i, I can't put give you a name no because she was in ring of honor when they revamped it um lady frost know. no she's cool i like her i know lady her. frost is still around she's good yeah i know um, um i don't know who it is i'm sure it'll come to me but yeah there's just a new generation that is kind of like i mean even even like Hayan, who's still very good. I like Hayan a lot, but yeah. has kind of taken the backseat in terms mm-hmm. of like prominent indie bookings to a lot of the. I, I get what you mean. Yeah, there's just there's just new wrestlers who are just. Which there, is I funny guess. that this this kind of is telling that it's like New Japan is like just barely behind the curve. You know what I mean? <laughs> like like they're getting all yeah. the great wrestlers from a year ago. <laughs> That's fair. Although they did, uh, they, they are training some of them as well. Um, so, yes, yes. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're giving they're... academy spots and whatnot. Yeah, because I know Viva Van was there and they like made her good. Yeah, so it's, uh, you know, they're, they're trying. 
Um, but yeah, Julian Adora should be should be cool. Um, the next match then was a Wonder of Stardom Championship match. Seoriano beat uh, Marai in just under 25 minutes with what the website says is a Japanese ocean suplex hold, which is obviously a nod to the Manami Toyota, um, which is kind of strange. Also, Ano, I will say, Ano hit it better than Manami did in like the peak years of her using it. Because I remember when oh. we watched through VTG, she would always just like, like I don't know if it was the person selling it or if it was her. It would always just look like you. You should probably do a different move. <laughs> That's why she started doing the uh, ocean cyclone suplex more. Yeah. Was because it just kind of looked bad. So Anna did it. It it looked good. It looked better than a lot of the times I've seen Minami do it. I'll, I'll give her that. That's that is true. Uh, pulling out a Minami Toyota move is so out of nowhere. <laughs> like you're not. She's not even an ice ribbon trainee. She's actress girls. Like if she was ice yeah. ribbon, I could maybe see it because that's like Toyota's. No, she she works. If I had a nickel for every time a Minami Toyota move won a major championship in Stardom, I'd probably have a few nickels. Uh, but I can think of two, and one of them she was not happy about. Oh yeah, I forgot all about the. It's crazy. The, <laughs> well, you know about landing. the landing. Yeah, um, but yeah. This uh, I I did not like this. <laughs> um, this much frustrated all, me to all hell. Had all the same issues as their last. Like, would you not just and learn and change? But no, just the same slow, slow meandering um, until they got to the finishing stretch. And yes, the finishing stretch was cool, but if you lose me for most of your match, it's very hard to get me back. Like, it, I, like just... I said, the the closing stretch was frustrating because it was good. Like that, like that's after a certain point, because I'm the same way as you. After after you lose me at a certain point, then it's like it's hard to get me back. But the thing is, is with that closing stretch, I wanted to be in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if they had belt to it better, I would have been so hyped for it. So it was just frustrating <laughs> you know what i mean or it was like man this is so good why can't i appreciate it because you guys were so shit for the first 17 minutes why it was it was infuriating and i think the big issue and peps touched on this i think on twitter um i kind of echoed it that is that like i don't know why they refuse to let mirai just beat people up mm-hmm. and like do heat segments like this is this has been the case her entire reign and it works sometimes with a Konami who can do the technical stuff and really wear you out and like do it well. It works with a Momo because she's like a, a heel. But when you're against Ano, it's like we did that last time and it didn't really work. And then they did it again. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why didn't you guys just think to maybe try something different? I think that's the struggle of Mirai's reign, quite frankly, is that it's like for some reason, she just didn't grow. You know what I mean? Like, she didn't, like, she didn't present anything new. You know what I mean? Like, anything like, oh, well, this is a... It, it felt very samey all the way through. Yeah. Um, From Mirai. And it sucks because I like Mirai's base offense. I think Mirai has sick, like, has such great stuff in her arsenal that it's, like, so weird that it's, like, why don't we... Why is none of this happening? Why does it feel like nothing's happening? until like the last three minutes of it it sucks but yeah it was just very frustrating because i think it could have been great i really do i think this small tweaks and again like if you because mariah getting the comeback it was already too late it didn't feel like anything uh if anna was the one getting the comeback especially since she's the one who won in the end like it would have been so cool if it was if it was mariah anna 
Mirai Ano instead of the other way around, which was Ano Mirai Ano Mirai. Uh, you know, yeah, like it, it sounds very schematics, but it's such a huge thing as a match flow that it just completely killed my enjoyment of it the first fifteen minutes. You know, like it just—it's it, a shame. Yeah, I mean, Anno should probably be doing better at a lot of that stuff. Um, yes. I mean, yes. she's she's very experienced. She's had two world titles to her name already. Uh, um, she does heel work in Oz Academy. Like, uh, you know, controlling a match should be right up her alley. And it kind of is, because she did in the GP. Like, she had, she had mm-hmm. good matches in the GP. Um, it just did, didn't work with Mariah at all. Um they're they're probably just two people who don't work together, um. Because yeah, they they have some of the same trappings, I guess. Um. Yeah, just the the start is just way too uninteresting. Like nothing at all happens until they start throwing bombs, and that's cool. But you're like, okay, but the rest was nothing happened. <laughs> like I I was asleep until now. So it's hard to really. Some people are like, oh, this is a great match. The finishing stretch was cool, and I'm like, yeah, but if like. 20% of a movie is good and 80% is not. That's not a good movie, you know? And, and that's the um, thing, is that it's like, I think this was like also pretty uniquely underwhelming because I've seen great matches where it's like, okay, the first 10, you know, 10 to 12 minutes was like pretty mediocre, but the last 15 was incredible. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay. Or, or even, even so, like I've seen matches that were like, all right for the first 15 to 20 minutes and then the last 15 minutes was just like ups- insane and like it like uh, there are levels to it it felt like the the first portion of this match first 15 minutes was so like it decentivized me to like invest any more in the match if that makes sense i was like okay like when's yeah, my I kind of grew apathetic towards it I was very much yeah, just like, can exactly. you please end this match now? <laughs> uh, like, there's some matches where it's like, I was kind of look past the, the you know, if, if the opening stretch is like, fine, I'll just be like, whatever, I was fucking, you know, zone out for a little bit. And then it gets good. But like, this wasn't just the opening stretch. This was a lot of the match. And they left it late to really get it back. Um, yeah. It just didn't really work. So, I don't know. I'm just, I don't like the pairing at all. Um, this seems to be the favorite match on Cage Match. I imagine the main got fucking like bombed because it was too highly rated. <laughs> the main was just I don't think I don't know about the main. Oh, the main has overtaken it now. Um, okay. And yeah, Ano and Marai is on eight point one nine. Just that's fair enough, I guess. But yeah, I would be. Oh gosh, I wouldn't I would have that above above Julia Bain or like no. the goddess the tag match, match having a seven is insane. Yeah, like I get that weird. it's not everybody's cup of tea, but like like compared to like that was one of the better matches. Of, I don't know. I, I don't get cage match. <laughs> Sometimes yes, I'm like I don't I don't understand you, but hey, it is what it is. Um, yeah, I didn't like this. I don't like the pairing. Um, I like both of them, though. Like, Mariah's had cool matches. Sierra is probably 2023's Joshi Wrestler of the Year. Like, she was incredible. In terms of consistency, um, she's definitely up there. And yeah, they, they just don't work. It's just, there was too much nothing. By the time you start doing stuff, I was like, I, I don't care anymore. Just, just, just you know, finish it. This was the longest match. match on the card. And I was like, why did, why did we have to do that? It felt like it was 45, honestly. At some points, I was like, dude, just, like, 
put this torture to to bed, please. But um, which is another thing, like, and I think this is the difference between this match and the main event is I I often one of my favorite like proverbs or you know like uh, sayings. I think it's a Japanese proverb fact that is that it's like you never you never swim through the same river twice. Ooh. They just did. They just swam through the same river twice. That is the issue with this rematch specifically. <laughs> it was the same match except six minutes less. I think Micah and Suzu changed it enough to where I was like, okay, like this is different. Um, they just they tried to swim through the same river twice, and it doesn't work like that. You can't yeah. do that, uh, especially when it's a those... month after. <laughs> you yes. know what I mean? Like that's so soon. You can't be giving me the same days. thing. Uh, but Anna winning was a surprise. Uh, oh, I was yeah. quite shocked um, because, as I said last week, like I don't, I wouldn't have put it put it on her unless I was going all in on Seriano and she had confirmation that she was signed. Um, you know, they're going all in on Natsupoy. Yeah, it seems to me that's where it's going because Natsupoy was here for this, and she like very visibly was like, "I I kind of want the belt." Um, so I think you've got maybe a Tam match if they wanted, because Tam was also shown a lot and she was involved. Uh, you can do Anno and Tam, but yeah, I feel like Anno and Poi should be the end result and will likely be an ideal end result because that's that will probably kick ass. Um, well, they did good enough with a strap match earlier as well. Like uh, stipulation really dragged them down, but they did well. So they have a good match in them, undoubtedly. Yeah, like an excellent. Match, I think, so. uh, but I I think that uh. Azumi should beat Ano because shouts out ex-military. That's what it's all about. Of course. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited for an Ano reign. I mean, uh, it, it can't get any worse. So it can only go up from here. Uh, for Mirai, I don't even know what she does because um, this is meant to be her big run. This is a pretty total and, defeat, yeah. Yeah, like this is meant to be her big run and it kind of wasn't. Um, I don't know where they go with her. Well, Alex, how do you... What do you know about 3 Pete? Oh, God. What do you know about that? I think that would actively kill the, her. The second, the second she lost, I was like, "Oh my god, it's possible!" Because nah. <laughs> I've been making that joke for like months. <laughs> yeah, I think they're setting my Sakurai up for that with how she shown after the match. Continue like, to very jinx upset. it. I'm begging you. I'm begging you to continue to jinx well, it. Why, like, why else would Mariah... Ano versus My Sakurai sounds so shit too, like specifically. Okay, sure. <laughs> like Mariah versus Sakurai is like, like that could have had something to it. I think Mariah beating the fuck out of her. There's novelty to that. Ano versus My Sakurai, stay away, <laughs> please. Well, I don't know. All I, all I know is she's getting a lot of promo time. They showed her very visibly after this match. She just teamed with Mariah. Seems to me like they're setting up. My Sakurai versus Suriano. What do I know? Maybe it's the first defense. I could see it. I I, I, I had a thought a that for February. you want her to win the Cinderella. That would be the biggest show of the year. <laughs> yeah, but you're you're realistically like third from the top there. Be fourth. Yeah. Is top two oh, in Osaka? Jesus. I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm interested in an Ano run because I don't really know what they do with it outside of the Natsupoy match, presumably. Um, I you would just love it. Have all the same Zumi people match. challenge again. Just do Hazuki and Momo again. <laughs> that's that's it. I'd like that. They, they I would like to see do. that. Yeah, like, uh, man, Ano versus versus Suzuki would be so great. They should do Ano and Hanan. They should do Ano and Hanan. Oh, yeah, that was let, good that, in the GP. That was really good. 
Let Hannah get some big singles matches under her belt. Yeah, I'm, in, really I'm into good. it. I'm all over. The, the, I feel like we do this every every like week at this rate. Is that it's like there are so many great title matches that could happen, mm. and then they just don't book title matches. Yeah. There's there's yeah. like five a year at this rate. <laughs> I like how in the post uh in the post show thing, Natsupoy or Siriana was literally like, Hey Natsupoy, I wanna fight you for the belt. <laughs> like they did not make it uh they're not very shy about that one, huh? Not subtle at all. I love stardom sometimes. They're just like, Hey, this is what we're doing, by the way, just just so you know. Um I know I know <laughs> I know wrestlers who use subtext and they're all cowards. Oh yeah. Um wanna get on to the main event? I don't to. I don't I don't like being like be, there's no point in like dragging on about a match we didn't like when we have yeah. this. So in our main event for the World of Stardom Championship, Micah beats Suzu Suzuki in 20 minutes with a uh, Mishinoku Driver Symphony. Uh, to <laughs> the, the boyhood dream came true. Huh? Micah is the World of Stardom Champion. I still can't believe it. All like days later, it still doesn't feel too real. Um, I was I've kind of said this because I again I reviewed this for Voices of Wrestling. I didn't give it a rating, like I didn't give it a star rating. Not that I I don't give star ratings generally. Anyway, I do for Voices of Wrestling because that's kind of the audience they have there. Um, but like I didn't give it a rating because I don't know if this was a good match, and I don't care. <laughs> I was into it. I was on the emotional. Oh, it was a very good match. I think if I watched it again, I would be like, oh, that was like worked really well. But in the moment, I was like, I don't give a shit. This could be the worst match of all time, and I would still be on the roller coaster, ready to go wherever they take me. So, like, this was just one of those rare times where pro wrestling, it's just all together. Like, you get a match where there's an unpredictable finish. Uh, both results would have been, like, fine. Like, I would have been happy with either way. Uh, but I just really wanted one party to win. I, think I had no that's idea where, where that's gonna happen. I just I think that's where the uh, Aphrodite match uh wasn't better than this match. Don't get me wrong. I thought this match was was the best match of the night. But I think that's where I like there's a bit more of that tension in me because I wanted a team to win and I didn't want a team to win. Uh, whereas here it's like I want Micah to win, but I love Suzu. I think Suzu winning would have been cool. You know, I, I was rocking yeah. with the Suzu. Title there was right still now. like yeah. the the urge to really root for Micah, and I think. Not yes. having a bad and, outcome also made it better because there was no fear. Yes. It was just genuine edge of my seat. Is she gonna do it? Kind of. And I, I was talking to um, I was talking on on Scott's show with, with Six Star and Peps and Scott obviously, and like I mentioned, them, I was like, I didn't know if Micah was winning until she dropped the third Michinoku driver. Yeah. <laughs> like she was hitting them over and over again. And even when she got her up for the third one, I was like, what if she just slithers out and mm -hmm. it's it's done? There's like you can't win after that if you're Micah. It's just not realistic. Like that's that's just not how matches work. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was just like and then she finally hit it. I was like, holy shit, we're here. Holy shit. And I was just like I was so excited. It was yeah, it was a great experience. I thought that it was super fun. Um as a match as well. Like I like like Alex said, I think the the vibe was the biggest part of it almost like the the feeling more so than like oh how well was this match worked or how well was this match you know laid out how was the flow and all that um i think the the moment of like anticipating micah's big win 
was like the bigger part of it, but I think the match itself was also quite fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I think looking back, it it started well with the forearm exchange and just went from there. You know, there was no slow start build up. It started in the middle. And I like that they called higher. back to the final, and then from there immediately like diverged off of it. Um, yeah, like there was there was so much interesting stuff to keep you going, even though I don't think Suzu even resorted to doing like big, big move spam and like uh, big kickouts. She was just was all very Germans. interesting. That was, yeah. that was all she did. She did the, the fucking avalanche German. Oh, dude, that was uh, crazy. Which was insane. Yeah. Uh, and then like close punches, close fist punches. But like other than that, it was mostly the Germans. Yeah, like they, and she still kept it interesting. Like she, she did a really good job on her end. Um, and Micah, it, it played into Micah's strengths to not do the slow start because she could just like throw, throw her shit, just lariats yeah. and power bombs. Um, obviously she did the the big callback to Himeka, which was just like bomb. incredible in the moment. Um, and that near fall with the headbutt was nuts. That was so well done. I don't know if you mm. remember the one I'm talking about. I think she had Only the anchor Toshi straight after. Oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. Into the into the. I finish. was. Oh, I didn't. I didn't write that down because that was when I wrote down. I was losing it for the last few minutes. Holy shit! Mm. What is happening? <laughs> that 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 was when that happened. Uh, yeah, that was a great spot. And then, as you say, like the Mishinoku finish was was really well done because uh, I I too was expecting a reversal when she went for the third one. I was like, oh no, this is too many. She's gonna, she's mm. gonna screw herself over here, but she didn't. And uh, like this was, this was a great match that didn't follow the usual big main event patterns. It, they just didn't yeah. resort to like a ton of big moves and big death kill stuff and big two count kickouts. It was just blow for blow, two titans clashing in a dramatic fashion, uh, with one of them just eventually putting the other away. Like it was just really well done in that regard, and uh, I thought it was it was interesting from start to finish. Um, mm. But you know, I, I probably would have thought that anyway because I was rooting for Micah. As a as a big you know Takamichi Noku fan, as a big JTO fan, I also really appreciated that uh, she didn't let Suzu kick out of the Michinoku driver number two. Mm-hmm. I think that is like super important. And obviously, like I think she said in the interview last week that she was basically told by Taka, if you let just anybody kick out of this move i'll kill you <laughs> like i will kill you <laughs> like i'm le- like i'm giving this to you but don't let it don't let anybody re- like just you know treat it like it's nothing um because this is you know this is my present to you sort of thing and i think that is beautiful i think that like the fact that micah you know stuck to it which it's hard in the, in nowadays i know not, not to sound like a back in my day type of thing because this has always been the case but i think it's really hard nowadays to run matches like this and not have that big finish kick out you know what i mean mm-hmm. like that's just how wrestling is nowadays quite frankly is that it's just like you know it, it compounds on each other, on itself as i've said so if suzu wasn't going to hit any of her huge moves she was going to hit the the um you know, Stardust Press, she wasn't going to hit anything like that. But Micah had to hit her big moves, and she had to have Suzu kick out of them, you know? And, and the fear was was that I was going to get a little bit too close to the sun and have her kick out of the Michinoku driver. And I'm happy mm-hmm. that she didn't. Uh, and that's just a small thing, but, you know, I'm obviously a big Taka Michinoku nerd. Both of his uh, trainees, uh, Hayato Tamura, also won in the big year end of late. So 
Uh, Taka had a good week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like his his guys, um, his guy and his girl both uh, won big belts. And yeah, I I don't know. I love this match. I'm very happy Michael won. Um, and I think moving forward, uh, even though we are low on time, and by low on time I mean we we're supposed to end two minutes ago, uh, and we have plenty <laughs> more to talk about. I, I think that there is a very interesting uh, stuff to talk about with Micah when it pertains to Julia. Because this entire yeah. match, if you noticed, Julia was not in a corner. She was in the middle of the ring, uh, of by ringside. She was just in the middle, like firmly in the middle. And as you start to notice her in the background, you start to notice she's cheering a little bit more for Suzu than she is for Micah. And that all obviously climaxed with after the match, Julia... For that. I, 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 ahead, there's a, there's stuff to talk with. Uh, that's why I was that's why I was stopping. Suzu deserves a bit of a Suzu oh, deserves totally. a mention. Um, but I will get we I'll just come back in a minute and we can get into it. Okay, so Suzu thing, that, um, I think deserves to be like noticed is um she kept the Sky Twister press in her back pocket. Yes. Um, and she kept a lot of stuff in her back pocket. I think this is a really smart performance by Suzu as well. Um, in that she knows she's going to be Red Belt Champion. And she has shown us a glimpse of this special finisher that will get the job done. And she didn't let it get kicked out of here. Like, she can walk away yeah, saying, I mean, hey, if I hit that, that, I'd have won. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Is that it's like, there is still that, uh, you know, that doubt that you can cast on Micah. Because it's like, well, Micah didn't take her biggest move that beat her last time. Mm-hmm. Uh and that not so much hurts Micah, but way more protects Suzu. And if they do want to run this back and they do want Suzu to just beat Micah at some point, you know, later down the line in the year, they can do that. And Suzu can win with the Stardust Press, right? Like that is a viable finish um, at this point. And yeah, no, I totally agree. I think Suzu had a very smart showing. I Suzu my favorite, was my wrestler of the year in 2023, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think her consistency was just like absurd uh it it just didn't stop right like she just and she wasn't even like wrestling consistently see for consistently for the first uh few months of it like on a stardom schedule i mean she was wrestling consistency consistently i can't say words she's wrestling consistently but not on the stardom schedule uh so her she was just the best wrestler um so i i do think that a lot of credit needs to go to suzu who keeps i feel like she's uh kind of this year is kind of been that person who's like yeah she's sick but she's not x right uh and i i think she's just insane and i think there is definitely a lot of praise to be given to her because this was the cherry on top of a tremendous year for Suzu suzuki yeah i mean she you know it's kind of i feel so bad for her that her big gp win kind of led to things changing but you know the mica train was just too powerful to somehow stop end of the day the first the first time in three years that ddm uh og didn't win the five star ddm still ends the show <laughs> they are insane they are just the super group um oh man yes i like suzu left a lot in the pocket and it's it's obvious she's gonna win the big one eventually um but this you know this was micah's moment uh just the, the outpouring of emotion when she won was just that's the kind of shit wrestling was built on you know yeah. uh i don't i feel like people let themselves get away from this but seeing the person you like win the match is is generally how this pro wrestling thing works and the mm-hmm. the most memorable 
moments in wrestling are always that. You know, uh, people still remember Becky winning the Rumble that time. I remember Brian Danielson winning the the uh, WWE title at WrestleMania. Kofi winning. I remember the Kofi title. Kofi Mania yeah. is legitimately one of the biggest That's things that happened. One of in the, the past greatest decade. stories I've ever experienced. The entire first like five years of that of the WWF going national was built on the idea of Hulk Hogan overcoming people. Like the mm-hmm. babyface winning and the crowd getting like getting I mean, that rapturous day, moment. I don't know if there is a better feeling than Tetsuya Naito like winning a G one. Like, I don't know if I've I don't know if I've experienced like a, a more like like I feel like I levitate. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like it's just like it's just like this insane, you know, wrestling is insane. <laughs> it is. If if your audience wants something, there's no need to fight them. Just mm-hmm. go with it. Because that is what people will remember. That is what people watch this for. Is that euphoric moment when the groundswell of support ends in a big win. Other than what people convince themselves of for a while of like, oh no, you have to like to take it away from them. You have to take away heat, from the audience. Alex? What, what, like, like why why are we not talking about heat? <laughs> nobody remembers any of your fucking heat. The the business is built on the baby faces winning. Okay. So yeah, Micah winning was the right decision. And yeah. uh, just this is what pro wrestling was made for. I was so happy after this. I didn't even let anybody annoy me all day. Like I was like, no, you can be as stupid as you want. You are not getting me today. So uh, that was great. Everything about this was fantastic. Um, you know what? I, I said this privately, and I'm going to say it publicly now. Uh, Stardom set a really good precedent this year that if you work hard and you get over, they're not going to stand in your way. And that's a really good thing to tell your roster and your mm-hmm. fan base because that makes it easier to invest. If you know that investing in a wrestler and then performing really well is going to get rewarded, it's so much easier to get into things. You're not constantly worrying about who's the, who's going to get pushed. Oh, if I root for her, is she just going to lose all the time? Like, no, if people really get behind these wrestlers, it will change plans. They did it for Mina. Mina wasn't meant to win the white belt. Uh, they've done it with Ida. Ida got over as fuck in the summer, and they said, hey, here, have, have, have the new blood tag belts. And now with Micah, they changed their entire red belt plan, their world title plans, to give her the belt because she got so over. I think that's a really good precedent to set with the fans and the roster as well. Like, I think that's just a good message to send. Yeah, no, I, I think that is something. I, I think you're right. Like, I think that is a good precedent because that is a struggle in wrestling, right? Is that it's like diverging from the chosen path um, is so a lot of people don't want to do it. A lot of bookers don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I get why. And, you know, it's, it's completely, I understand the pro, thought process behind it. Because uh, some people call it, you know, uh, cheap or whatever, which I think is always dumb, right? I, and I think it's funny this year, or this past year that, like, the Cody thing happened, uh, where a lot of people were like, oh, if he won, it would have been cheap because it would have, like, there wouldn't have been any. And it's like, yeah, but, like, it also would have been sick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't like I think I think you're forgetting that part of it. That it also would have been really cool. Um and I, I think people kinda they get lost in the wrestling sauce and they get lost in the in what wrestling is meant to be. When like you said, wrestling is meant to be good triumphing over evil. Like not like not that basic, but ultimately, like that is like the most you know, the oldest story known to man. Mm-hmm. Uh 
and to some at and i'm not saying like and obviously it comes in different forms suzu isn't the evil necessarily but that feeling of of the person you want to win winning sometimes is just enough Mm -hmm. you know you don't need you know it doesn't need to be to be earned all the time and i think it was earned by micah don't get me wrong but like if you perceive any you know champion winning the belt if you think sonata winning the belt in new japan wasn't earned it's like nothing is it's pro wrestling (laughs) like it's just nice to see the people you like win i I think that's Mm -hmm. the point ultimately and you already said that but I i totally agree with you it's just it's what works I mean, I don't know. I don't know what more Tried people have true. to see, but I mean, I remember like progress blew up because they did the the Osprey over Havoc, and that was that was the same. The oh yeah, phase. I remember that. Like the baby face, like everybody hated Jimmy Havoc, and they wanted Osprey to win. And the first like twenty chapters of progress got so much acclaim because they built that story over those twenty chapters. Um, ICW blew up and went viral when Grado won their title. You know, like yeah. it's like still, like that's that that's just how this shit works. I'm sorry, that is what people want to see. Ilya Dragunov coming back to WXW made them blow up. Like that that shit went viral. Nobody knew who what Ilya Dragunov was up until that point, but they saw that, saw the reaction he got, and they went, "I want to see that. I want more of that." Like, it's just, it's that easy. That's just how this thing works. And uh, yeah, Stardom Stardom did it. I'm glad they did it, and I hope they keep doing it. If you get a reputation of being a company that will go with the audience, people are going to be a lot more receptive to, to everything. It's now time to brainwash stardom audiences to chant louder for Hazuki. Uh, <laughs> she already gets like she gets a pretty decent reaction most of the time. She's in like decent spots, but it needs to get louder, people. <laughs> Damn right. Um, yeah, that was um, that was the match, and I think afterwards. To be honest, looking at afterwards, I realized just how much Micah was the right decision because she reeled off names, and I was like, you could fill a Micah red belt run through the GGs with ease. Especially, like, especially with uh, the lessened schedule. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not going to be... like there, are, there is only two potential red belt matches before the Cinderella and before yeah. Buntai. Or, yeah. or no, before Buntai because the second potential place for a red belt match is at the Cinderella final. Mm-hmm. So... Like, I don't know. It, it, it. Knock on wood. It'll be hard to take this belt off Micah before Buntai, um, because that's a V one or a V zero. Yeah. And uh, I think she she made it very clear uh, what the direction is because Julia did walk off with Suzu. She you know gave her a hand to to walk to the back, and I was very suspicious of that. And Micah during her promo was like, "Hey, twenty twenty four is my year." Uh, Tam Utami Saikamatani. She paused a bit, and Julia. That was like, oh, hell. oh, here we go. Uh, she said, this is the Empress era, or the era of the mm-hmm. Empress, which is Beast. And uh, yeah, then she went backstage to celebrate with Hameka, which was lovely. It was, uh, I was grinning like a dog. It was dope so sweet. I missed it. I, I missed it, because I had to use the bathroom. So I missed it, and then I came back. I was like, wait, what happened? And then it, it shut off. And I was like, no. That's, no. that's crazy. I had to, like, Velke had to like send me the clip like a half hour later. Because I was I was dying for it. I was I was itching for my Mahime content. Um, That's fair. Yeah, I mean it was it was a beautiful moment. It, it was. was. Moment. And uh, you know, Micah already setting stuff up. She she's I didn't realize just how much of a wrestling mind she had. But like 
all of her promos are very good at building to things. Yeah. Like she's she's one of the the few who I'm just like, oh, she gets it. Um, I mean, she's, that's she's still good. building to a match that like is definitely never going to happen with like El Desperado. Uh, yes. Like she's still like she's still like in every every time she talks she's like I would also like to wrestle New Japan guys by the way mm. uh, like just just like very quickly um, just like kind of like oh yeah since you know I'm I'm like the world champion I think that means I could probably beat some of the guys I don't, I don't see why not I, I could fight them um, which I think is sick like I think something like that kind of sets her apart as like being the only person who's like loud and proud enough to be like yeah I want to beat the fuck out of the dudes let me <laughs> like that's sick. Like, I think that's like a, even if it never happens, it's like a, well, Mike is a badass, you know, it, it adds to that appeal. Yeah, no, she's, she's like a really smart wrestler. Um, and I kind of, it, it really drove it home here because, uh, only, only wrestlers with a mind for this know to do that, to do the pause and then name yeah. Julia as like the, this is the big one. This is the one to pay attention to. Um, so yeah, she, she really impressed me with that. Um, and yeah, just very happy with that. I love the show. Um, you don't really have much time to go over it, but I thought it was just, it was a show stardom really needed to be like, hey, we're still good at this shit. Like, we are still running laps, okay? There's nobody doing it quite like this. Um, yeah, you know, they obviously sure. had a very tough run there. They they seem to be right in the wagon and getting things on track. Yeah, I, I hope so. I sure as hell hope so. Um, so we have two shows to preview. Now, uh, this is my fault that we're late to this. Uh, we were meant to record yesterday, but it was New Year's Day. Um, so it was always a bad idea to record on New Year's Day. Um, so the January 3rd show will have already happened by the time this goes up. Um, so there's no point in like going super in-depth, and I would imagine we focus more on a Tenyon gate. Um but the new or the show tomorrow uh, does have the Rookie of the Year tournament, so we have Hanako versus uh, Sayaka, and Yuzuki versus Rana Yagami. There's a lot of stuff on this card. Jesus, there is. Um, it's a lot. Um, I would imagine Hanako versus Yuzuki is the final, and yeah. I am actually tipping Yuzuki to win. I think she's their next rocket strap. Yuzuki has a roll up. I think that makes it easier for her, um, yes. at the very least. But and I also think that that she's just kind of like she's the rookie, right? Like Hanako is going to be a great hand, and I hate to say that, but Hanako's going to be a great hand. But I don't think she's who Yuzuki's going to be. No, no, and and Rossi is never shy about his favorites. Um, yeah, so yeah I, I'm I'm interested to see what Yuzuki and Rana can spin off from this because I imagine this is the first of many matches between the two of them. Um, this is one instance where I kind of wish that like seating didn't exist because I think it would be in- more interesting if they were really forced to show their hand and they ran Hanako versus Suzuki in the first round, so we mm-hmm. kind of see what these two rookies, uh, the new ones, like really like. Uh, I think I think I think it's them. very much Rana over. Sayaka. Yes, yes, I, that's uh, that's how I presume it. But I would like it if they kind of forced themselves to do that. But I also get why they didn't because it's kind mm-hmm. of useless. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I don't think there's a reason you, to go through every derby match. Well, who do you think is going to win the derby? I think, like, who do you think the final and who's winning it? Um, it's either Godzai or Oedo Tai. Hmm. I feel like they built Godzai versus DDM. Um, so you can just do that to get the belts off of Barry Barry Bombers. Oh yeah, Mirai's not champion anymore. It's definitely Godzai. Yeah. <laughs> so I I think that'll be that'll be the vision there. Um. um. 
Because, I mean, the Ueda Thai team is strong, but I think they probably lose to Mayu, maybe? No, Mayu's I can... not on it either. Probably not. Yeah, that's that's a hard sell. But I also think that it's possible that they want to do a little preview of Shuri versus Mayu and have God's oh, Eye beat true. them in the semifinals. Maybe, yeah. That'd be so a weird one, though, because that, that is a strong way to tie trio. Like, how do you even beat them? You know, actually, something that I noticed in the Khan post about for New Year's is that she's beaten uh, Starlight Kid. She's pinned both Starlight Kid and uh, Azumi in the past oh. six months. Interesting. Um, so I'm not saying that she'll do that. Uh, and as as I always say, Saeeda's kryptonite is Natsuko Tora and Mom Watsonabe. So this mm-hmm. is a pretty much impossible <laughs> match for them, is Stars versus Oedotai. So I think Oedotai probably moves through. And then uh, Godzai against Oedotai in the semis. Hmm. The other, it doesn't really matter. It'll probably just be Bari Bari Bombers in the end uh, over these teams that they have in their thing. Um, that's a hard sell, though. They have a really rough match in the semis. Yeah, that's uh, like that round one match is a, is a murder as well. Azumi, just, just Saya, to, yeah. Utami against Megan, Suzu, and May. Like, that's that's crazy. And then uh, they immediately fight the champions. Uh, yeah. And it feels like champions have to go all the way through. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they're going to put the belts on the line again. That might be the quickest way to do everything because you might be running Probably out of time sure. to yeah. take belts off of Julia. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm either going with God's Eye or uh, the Ueda Tai team. That is a strong way to tie. Like Though I could see dogs. what I could also see is uh Barbara Bombers getting eliminated or losing and then running a match back at Corkin, depending Maybe. on who it's against. Uh that could work. Who knows? But yeah, I think I think my final answer is God's eye over um Barbara Bombers for the belts. I imagine Barbara Bombers mm, if they get to okay. the finals will put the belts on the line. Interesting. Uh, we have a special tag match uh, that has really changed drastically uh, in terms of the power, because uh, it's Yuna Mizumori, Mina Shirakawa, Sayori Anno, and Micah. You know, have the top two champions in this match. They're running that back. Yeah. Because they're on the Korokin, they're doing Anno and Micah versus Mayu and Julia. Are they still, though? Because remember, they deleted that. So, oh yeah, I don't I don't know still, sure. like I don't know if that's still the plan. That's not on the news page. They might have anymore. deleted it because it gave away that Sherry's losing. <laughs> Maybe yes, that's a good point. Because uh, I really am confused, like why they just asked for Corkin and then took it away. But who knows? Oh, maybe it's here. Maybe it's here. Actually, that one I can still kind of like. I, I, it makes a lot of sense, and it's not something you really have to build. It's just a all-star tag. I found it. No, did I find it? I swear, it's been two hours and we're still trying to find this one fucking source. <laughs> yeah, no, because they have, like, everything else, but not the not the Karkin. No, because it says... Well, we'll the... see. Okay, hold on. I'm just going to check again. Okay, yes. Yes, we have it. I have it. I found it. Okay. It's here. Okay, so you're right. Uh, competing for the rights challenge for the World and Wonder Championship... Um, participating players will be announced at a later date. That is on the January 6th, Corkin. So that is a... So is, is it one winner gets the challenge for either one? Probably should be. Yeah, competing for the right to challenge the World and Wonder Championship. So I don't know, though. Maybe it's a final two. Yeah. I could see that. That would also be interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Again, I really hope it's Inaba. Because <laughs> I, like, I know it won't be, 
but it would be interesting if somebody like unique won the battle royal and not yeah. Julia, who can just challenge. You know what I mean? Like like you don't need to win a battle royal if you're Julia. Um, That's true. So it'd be sick if it was somebody a bit lower on the card or or an outsider or something, um, mm. kind of fighting for their way in that in that battle royal on the sixth. Um, Presuming it we... does happen. Yeah, I imagine it is. It's on the it's on the news. I, I finally found it. Um, we then have a New Year champion tag battle. It's the winner of Mayu and Siri teaming with Julia against Mike. That's why and how we Siri jump Anno. to the Korokin. Yeah, it's just, it's it's news, yeah. so we have to. Yeah. Um, that was also announced, and I, you know you that's Mayu and Julia against Micah and Ano. That's kind of crazy. And then yeah, it's Hanako and Sayaka Karara versus Yuzuki and Rani Agami. So no Rian there. Oh. Um, I wonder where she's going to debut. Not sure. But, um, yeah, our special tag match. Micah, Anno, uh, Mina, and Unimon against you, Nanai, Hazuki, and Saki Kashima. And if you're um, listening to this, this just happened, by the yes, way. Yes, yeah. I, I feel like this might be a 7-up getting a win and challenging Aphrodite. They should. Yeah. Over Yuna. Okay. Especially because yes. Yuna used to be in 7-Up. Yes, that's true. And you also have Mina there to beat around if they want to, because that's a storyline, yeah. I guess. Maybe Mina gets her win back, but I think that's hard when we're looking at Yuna Mizumori. <laughs> yeah, she's she's a pin here. So I think and it's like that. Saikashima even is like, mm. like, she could lose that, but I don't think she will. Um, but that's that. We will, I mean, you'll all know this by the time you're listening, so it's yes. you know, no point in sticking None around. of this matters. <laughs> no. Uh, the big show then is on the 4th of January at Tenyon Stardom Gate 2024 in the Tokyo Dome City Hall. Um, there's like very few sections of this sold out. That's, that's weird. But it looks so cool on this poster. She does. A lot of them do, to be looks, fair. It's, it's, uh, yeah. it's really good. I love Mayu, though, just off the yeah, Mayu, side. Mayu being the like being the, the biggest, you know, just like being Mayu yeah. is sick. It's what she deserves. Um, this isn't like a great card. They even have a dark match. Um, it's Lady C, Hina, and Kevin versus Hanako, Yuzuki, super and Rana Yagami. <laughs> yes. Um, then there's Hazuki, Hanan, and Ida versus Kid, Fuki and Death, and Rina, which you'd imagine is a stars win. Um, and there's my Wait, Sakurai. No. no, that was Hanan and Hazuki. It's a clown, though. That's true. Clown over Ida. Oh, I've. I'm I'm losing it. I apologize. Okay, all right. I, I thought you I thought you said an Oedo tie one. I was no, like, wait, what? No. <laughs> stars. Okay. Uh, we then have Mai Sakurai and Tekla versus Mina Shirakawa and Mei Sarah. Um, all the stars are here. Yeah. Um, generally, I don't know. Maybe Mei over Tekla again. Probably. Yeah. Probably Mina and Mei. Yeah. All right. Uh, we then have Siori Ano, Yunimizumori, and Saki, who is sticking around against Natsuko Tora, Momotanabe. And Raka. Um, you'd imagine Ano beats Raka as the new champ, yeah. but I don't know. Probably. Um, Utami Aishishita, Saika Mitani, and Azumi take on Mirai, Amisori, and Saki Kashima. Uh, maybe. Queen's Quest win? Yes. Yeah. Uh, then you have Julia and uh, Suzu against Micah and Unless Megan. Unless the New Year's are challenging, which they shouldn't, by the way. Yeah, that would be, no. Very, very bad. Um... Yeah, we have a special tag that most people seem to think might lead to faction change because Suzu is teaming with Julia and Micah is not. Um, so Micah might be a bit flustered by that and go, hey, screw you, Julia. I imagine Julia gets another pinfall over Micah. 
with the Gnoskis. Okay, interesting. That's a good call. I think that I don't know. They might pin Megan, but only if she's going, like definitively. Yeah, if and the thing. Yeah, if she if this is like her last show, then yeah. Yeah. Uh, we don't know that I could, for sure. I could, it's, yeah, it's felt if it like is the last show, show for, for I could see now. Suzu pinning Megan just to kind of get her heat back from mm. losing the big show. Um, I don't think Julia needs to pin her again. No. If they, you know, I think, I think Suzu could use that, but we'll see. Could also go to a draw. They love draws. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, then we have an IWGP Women's Championship match. It's Mayu Iwatani defending against Suri. You know, what we were talking about with the show, with the possible long time limits and stuff, uh, we kind of forgot that, like, this is running super close to the Tokyo Dome show. Um, yeah, they haven't. So if this, time. if this, if this lasts longer than like an hour and a half, like two hours, it's, they're fucked. Yeah. So <laughs> the show is scheduled to start at 1 p.m. and end at 20 past three. So that is two hours and 20 minutes for all of the matches. Oh, that's, I think, is it, maybe it's, uh, gates are open at uh, no, no, the show starts at one. No, I know, but for Tokyo, oh. Dome, cause oh, I'm Tokyo pretty Dome. sure the Tokyo Dome starts like 10 minutes later. I might be oh, really? an hour off, but maybe the zero hour, like the, the Rambo, yeah, starts, yeah, that might be it. That's probably it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of close, yeah. So, I don't know, I feel like the rest of the card is so meh that you could have Mayu and Siri go long. But I, I, because I, I think they want eventually to do a super long IWGP Women's Title match just to say they did it. Yeah, I mean, and if they're gonna run with anybody, it would probably be these two. Uh, mm. Um, Mayu's retaining though. <laughs> like, yes, there's, there's yes. so there's no drama here. I think Mayu just retains. So it'll be a great match, online. and they'll they'll. Uh, I don't want to keep us here too long obviously but um i'm pretty sure this might give mayu one of the only edges over shiri like historically mm, i don't know that, that's that'd be an interesting one to to, to look into but yeah i'm just I'll, I'll, I'll be real quick about it, don't worry um because yeah i think this match will be great obviously uh because it's shiri and mayu they just had a great match like the other day um mm. oh it would be tied it would be tied uh, okay. If she yeah. won this, so. so still Shuri, Shuri only only losing record in the company is against Koguma and Julia. That's so crazy. But that's that's the matches. best use of of Shuri. I, I, it's I like it's that. pretty hilarious. Um, um, it's it's kind of it's kind of John Moxley esque, where like the only person, like one of the only pe- person people with like a winning record over him is Doriano. Like, oh. It's like him and like maybe like two other people since he left WWE. Yeah, um, so very sure. It's it's very it's very similar. How funny how similar those are. <laughs> um, there are three shows this weekend, but there is only a handful of matches announced for the Corkin and nothing after that. Um, I imagine they're waiting until after the fourth to announce stuff, which does tell you that there's going to be a shakeup or two. Um, why else would they be keeping the cards that close to their chest? So, who knows. Um, also of note, next Wednesday, uh, it will have happened by the time we record, but Miyu Amasaki is going to Gato Move to wrestle May Saruga. Uh, this match oh, was meant to happen. It's supposed to happen, yeah. Yeah, it was meant to happen before, and then it got delayed. Uh, which is probably for the best, because I think Miyu is a lot better now than when it was originally scheduled. So I think it would be a much better match now than it would have been. So I'm, I'm, I'm here for that. 
And uh, hey, maybe we can get Mace Ruga and, and start him again sometime soon. That was cool. Mister. Uh, oh, her, yeah. May May in a tag or not in yes. a tag? In a Why, how have they not done that yet? That's absurd. So, I mean, yeah, she showed up. Cool. She showed up. The, that was her first match. Was with yeah. Mace Ruga. Yeah. In a tag. So let's go. Um, yeah, I think that's everything because. We can't really preview the Karkin because, well, there's only three matches. We did talk about them. Um, but we don't know who's in the Rumble, so we can't predict the winner. Um, and we also, don't know what the, <laughs> we also don't know what the factions are going to look like by then. So uh, apologies. But if we had waited for Ooh. the announcements, we'd have missed the, these shows. So Yeah, so it says, so the Rumble is for Osaka, for yeah. the big Osaka show. Yeah. Hmm. Because I, I would have liked it if it was like on the Takadana Baba show or something. You're never doing like, a red belt match on Takadana Baba. I know, but it would be cooler if it was like, if I don't know. It, I feel like we talk about it every week. We don't have to talk about how. Uh, no, especially yeah. not today, because we're about to yeah. go two and a half hours. So, um, exactly. All right. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we will be back next week to discuss the January 3rd show in, in immense detail. Don't you worry. I will break down this Rookie of the Year tournament in uh-huh. the most detail you will ever hear. Um, we will also talk about Triangle Derby. Um, the one four show will happen, and uh, we will we will discuss that. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll look back at who won the Corkin and probably just talk about the house shows briefly because there, there'd be no point in watching those. Um, but yeah, let's hope next week we've lots to discuss. Um, but you know, I hope you enjoyed. Uh, this was the big show for for Stardom, so I hope you all enjoyed it, and all you Micah maniacs are just as happy as we are. Yeah, um, go check out my uh, best of the year thread, my match of the year thread. If on you Twitter. ever get it posted. If it will ever post, I don't know, Twitter hates me, but if it ever posts, that will be up, I hope, around uh, by the time that this is out. So go check it out. Um, and I will have my new spreadsheet available on my Twitter Ooh. as well for 2024. Um, Noah did not start the year off great <laughs> for me, <laughs> but we, we, we stick, we stick there, to There it, could you know, be no... There could be no worse omen for 2024 wrestling than Kota Ibushi and Marufuji. I didn't even Just... watch that match. That's the funny thing is that it's like the, no. the average is terrible, and I didn't yeah. even watch the worst match on the card, I, <laughs> as far as I heard. I I think that could be a bad omen for for pro wrestling. Like if 2024 okay. is really bad, I think we can all blame Noah for for it. So they do. I mean, this past year was all right. Uh... Like in terms of in ring, it was it was great, but I think like the actual like you know vibes and everything were off. I think that's the perfect definition of Noah the New Year 2023, where they had one of the best male singles matches of the year uh, in the main event, but then like also a bunch of like just bad shit. So yeah, I think I think uh, bad omen. I agree. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, with that, uh, it is time to close the show. If you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Leave today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ejo. Ejo.